What's up, motherfuckers? Welcome to the next episode of the Seth Atari Podcast. I'm your host, Seth Atari, and I'm joined by my fabulous co-host, Alyssa. How you doing, Alyssa? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Thanks for having me as your co-host. This is a very big responsibility. I'm excited to do it. And also, for our guest, our beloved guest, Noah. Hello. How you doing? I'm good. Thanks for having me on. Noah, last name, take one. Mm. <laughs> yes. So, Alyssa, uh, what, uh, time for our first segment, what you've been playing lately. Alyssa, what you've been playing lately? I have been playing Minecraft lately. Um, That's a good one. I've been building this Pokemon Stadium all by myself, and I think it's coming pretty... By yourself? Yeah, all that by myself. seems like myself. a lot of work by yourself. All by myself. It's coming out pretty good. Wow. <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. Me and Noah made it as a surprise <laughs> for Seth. It's a work in progress. But we're still working on it, so he, we spoiled the surprise halfway through. Sounds awesome, and that's on creative mode? Yeah, you were playing with us. Yeah, I know, but for the <laughs> listener. I know. And, uh, okay, so since now you know that I was on that map, uh, what I've been playing lately uh, is also a little bit of Minecraft with my fabulous guest and fabulous co-host. Uh, I was building Hotel Mario, though. What do you guys think of Hotel Mario? I have Hotel no Mario. idea what that is. Honestly, I have not played the game. Sounds cool, though. So I haven't what, played the game is... either. I just know of it from memes and such. Oh. You well, haven't heard from... all toasters toast toast? Oh, yeah, I have. Is that where it's from? Yeah, it's from Hotel Mario. Hotel Mario? What console do you play the game on? Uh, no console. It's not a game? It is a game. Hotel Mario. But you don't play it on a console. You play it on a computer. Oh. Okay, well. Yeah. Alright, well, what's, what's the gist of the game? Like, how do you play uh, Hotel Mario from I, what you've seen? I haven't actually seen much gameplay of it, but it's like a puzzle platformer, I believe. Hmm. But anyway, uh, more more interestingly, I've uh, been continuing playing Last of Us for my mm. PS4. Exciting. Heard good things about that game. It is. It's a great game. I no just... spoilers. Yeah. <laughs> okay, no spoilers. But. But I'll just say uh, oh. I, I did get through the sewers. Um, Pretty scary. And. Uh, okay, that's not a spoiler. Uh, some bad stuff happened. Oh. No spoilers mm. after that. <laughs> No spoilers. Uh, and right now I'm at a university. And yeah, no spoilers. Great you, game. What are you studying? No. Oh. <laughs> okay. Trade school. Studying clickers. Oh. <laughs> clickers. That's what they're called. Oh, well, Noah, what have you been playing lately? I've been playing a game called Dinkum. Dinkum? On Steam. It's what? very fun. How do you play that? On Steam. No, like, how do you, like, what what do you do like, <laughs> oh, in the game? I guess the best way to describe it is it's like Animal Crossing done right. Whoa. It's a multiplayer kind of game. Yeah, but intriguing at the um, same time. It's based on Australia. <laughs> really? And it's a pixel, 3D pixel game. Very cute art style. Very mm. fun gameplay. I like it a lot. It's early access, so there's not a whole lot you can do, but... I've been playing it with an online friend of mine when we ha- both have free time, and I like it a lot. It's pretty fun. 
stinker. It's a farming cool. simulator game. Yeah. Nice. Most I, people I say that. it's related to Animal Crossing, <laughs> and I would say so. It's got the whole bug catching and tree chopping and... Yeah, I'm looking at it rock, right here. Rock mining. Yeah, the avatars, they look a lot like Animal Crossing, actually. It's pretty cool. Really? But the animal is um, that real animals, and they look good. Yeah. Australian. There's oh, that's cool. Based on Australia. Kangaroo. Instead of Tom Nook, there's a character called Felch. Felch. Is he this bearded guy in the back? <laughs> I love the name. Is that him right there? No, that's Seth, John. Can we okay. name our next son Felch? No. And... <laughs> He sells stuff at an extremely high price, and then when you sell stuff to him, it's at a reduced price. So it's kind of hard to make money from so like, him. Like Tommy and Timmy. Scam look. artists. Kind of. Um, there's a person that shows up who only buys bugs. There's a person that shows up that only buys fish. Nice. So Classic. A lot, a it's lot like it's kind of like the word plagiarism, but a game, <laughs> I guess, would be how I would describe it. And you support it. I like it a lot. It's pretty fun. <laughs> you can drive a speedboat in the game. Um, that is like I said, it's early crossing. access, so we haven't played too much in it, but it's pretty fun. I did say that's not like Animal Crossing, where you can't ride a speedboat. But true. actually, you technically can ride a speedboat, because you get to ride with Cap Captain. Right. right. And he has like a little speedboat. That's true. Sort of. That's true. And he serenades you with his beautiful little songs. So honestly, yes. A song. How's it go? How's the song go? It goes. Hold on. No, don't look it up. Just sing it. It goes. Okay. We. Yeah. Like that. And then (laughs) that's my favorite one. It goes. Be mama. It's really cute. No, I know how it goes. It goes. Me ma me ma. Ma, ma, me, ma, 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 ma. Nice. So then it, oh and then there's it some line, fun. and there's like a sentence in the middle where he's like, "And always salt your pasta." Yeah. <laughs> me, ma, ma, ma. <laughs> it's just going like some solid advice. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, he'll forget. But yeah, that's what I've been playing. Yeah, it looks like uh, after it's done with early access, it's gonna come to consoles. So I think it should be mm. on the Switch sometime soon too. I know the Steam Deck. Which is the competitor of the Switch? It's it's I think it's on there as well. Competitor, as if. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's the game I've been playing a lot lately. All right. Other than Minecraft. Sounds, any sounds great. Of my Australian followers of our podcast. Um, we all have those. Oh. Well, for future reference, yes. when we get huge and big. Oh, I like dating um, my podcast. The, the listeners? <laughs> yeah, I'm the listeners. Um, I think that's well, an HR crisis waiting to happen. But honestly, I'm all for it. You know it. what? They don't work for us. So, I mean. Oh. <laughs> and this is a perfect time to plug the Instagram. Uh, follow me on Seth Atari Pod and DM me if you want to date me. Oh. Damn. Okay, me too, I guess. Anyways, uh, uh, so Alyssa, why don't you tell me uh, what's your favorite flavor of ice cream? <laughs> this is our segment called uh, "What You Been Eating Ice Cream Wise." Easy, easy I answer. I love vanilla. Vanilla. That's vanilla. a bit boring, but okay. Oh yeah, very, God. very vanilla. If you, you would, me. yes. 
Yes, you know what? It is very vanilla. Oh. And I love vanilla, and I'm not afraid uh, of that. Oh, I vanilla like, uh, is superior. Rocky Road and Mainship and Black Cherry, those are all three of my answers. Okay. Didn't you have to get two teeth pulled not too long ago? <laughs> my wisdom teeth? Yeah. Yeah, I know. But what about the one? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Anyway, Noah, what's uh, what, what, what ice cream, what's your preference? Um... Vanilla, just kidding. Uh, I Why really, is that so funny? I really like, um, I'd say mint and chip. That was one of mine. I like strawberry. You guys are really sleepy. I like that scene in Lilo and Stitch where that thick guy had the <laughs> strawberry scoop and it just spills on the ground. It was mint and chip, I think, actually. Uh, at one point he had mint and chip, yeah. I think it was mint and chip every time. I think I they think made it like... It got retconned because I remember it being <laughs> strawberry. <laughs> Oh, maybe he got really? canceled. For no, maybe it was like a Mandela effect. Oh. Now I have to see which one of us is right. Oh. I'm pretty sure it's Mitten. Okay, well, them. while you're doing that, uh, I'll get into uh, another segment mm. uh, called uh, What TikToks Have You Been Watching Lately? And I don't watch TikTok, so I can't I can't participate. But Noah, what TikToks have you been watching I lately? I also can't participate. I don't have TikTok. Well, it I looks can, like it was mint and chip. We have confirmation from Tom Nook that it is mint yep, and chip. He so. looked it up on my phone. It's mint. He kind of looks fellas. like a strawberry. Maybe that's what you're thinking. Of. <laughs> I think so. For the listeners, uh, it's a very uh, heavy set, uh, bald guy Baldman. with sunglasses. It's a baldman with a white tank top tan. Oh. I yeah, mean, tan uh, he could have yeah tan line. Oh my bad. Oh He's no. very white. I think yeah, it looks kind of looks like a guy I work with. Oh. That's all I'll say. Why does his face look like such an alien right here when he's eating in process of eating the ice cream? This is a non-judgmental podcast. I said he was Yeah, hot. it's really... <laughs> I am judging him. I am judging him, but I think it's he's hot. He's fake. Why. So, co-host, uh, have you brought uh, any segments of your own? Yes, I have. Good. Oh. Can't all fall okay. on me. I know. <laughs> okay, so I'm curious what you think the most cinematic video games that you've played are. Um, this isn't really a segment, it's more of a question. The most... Well, we're gonna... Okay, sorry. Let this me, is a segment, segment called title, Questions. Segment title is his opinion on the most beautiful video games, the most emotional video games, and... Um, also, the first video game he's ever played, too. I might toss that question over to our main host, though. But, um... So you're awesome. asking... You're digging into the, my, my questions, okay. You're asking me the most cinematic game I've you ever played? Us to know each other's questions, so... Yeah, what's the most cinematic? Oh, gosh, off the top of my head. Like, just, just to look at. Doesn't have to do anything with the story, but like just something that's really beautiful, well put together. I would visual. say a game again on Steam called My Time at Portia. Hmm. What's that game about? Like a Stardew Valley clone. Pretty good. Pretty fun game. Okay. A very beautiful art style. Very colorful. Nice. The landscape okay. changes with the seasons. That kind of game. All right. Okay. So which one of these questions um, would you rather have? You know what? Never mind. That's fine. All right. And then what about the worst quality? Say that again. 
<laughs> it's okay. Start over. Um, so what is the worst quality game that you've ever played? Like bad, bad angles, bad graphics, just uh, like just bad all around play. Hmm. Gameplay. That's the word. Oh gosh, a game that I Alyssa's question time. That's the segment. Okay. <laughs> sure. I, I forgot to title it, so we can call it whatever for now. So is this like a game I never completed because I was so like disgusted it by to, it or yeah. you don't you know it doesn't have to be a completed game. Just mm. literally the game that has the worst quality. So the opposite of cinematic, basically. You didn't ask me my most cinematic game. I oh, think, maybe. I think well, you can answer, and then I'll think on mine then. Okay, yeah, he's still my thinking My most that, so. cinematic game that I've ever played was Metal Gear Solid. What? Because there's a lot of cutscenes. That's true. Mm. And it's heavily inspired by action, the action genre. Right. So it's a lot like an action movie. and those cutscenes It's like Mass like Effect, it. kind of. Yeah. Mm. Very movie inspired. Yeah, very. Prince of Persia, also very movie inspired. Okay. I haven't played Prince of Persia. Me the most. Oh gosh, what a tough question. <laughs> do you do you have an answer for worst, the worst quality, quality game? I played a lot of bad quality games. All right, let's do the most. Just like Shark the worst Tale. graphics. My the answer is Shark Tale oh, for the gosh. GameCube. Okay. That was a That's game fair. that uh, I gave a chance to because it was recommended to me by Alyssa. Oh. And uh, it was oh, garbage. No. You have to do like a break <laughs> dancing uh, <laughs> part in the beginning, and it was just so bad that I. That's as far as I got. You have, yes, that part. Honestly, it was hard for some reason, and I think that's as far as we got. <laughs> that's why it was hard. But, um, yeah, I'm a little... For the listeners out there, don't always choose something just because of nostalgia. Because <laughs> mm. it's, it's not always going to end up the same way you remember it. Right. That's for sure. I'm ashamed. <laughs> but... Sounds like uh, Noah doesn't play uh, waste his time with uh, bad quality games. I, I guess I would I guess say not. like NASCAR driving was a pretty dumb game. Oh, oh. it was like really because you kind of just go in circles and circles and circles, and there's like country music playing in the background. Like these eight or sixteen bit like rows. Yeah, it's like it kind of probably would and give you, you a can, headache. I don't. I don't know much about NASCAR. I don't know. It was just very boring. <laughs> Not that one. It was like a PlayStation 2. You found a NASCAR, NASCAR game? How did I not know about this? Because it came with my PS4. And to be That's honest, awesome. I love racing games, but something about the NASCAR racing games is just... I don't know. I don't think I'll ever play this game. <laughs> I just got bored very quickly. Maybe I will, actually. <laughs> Like, if we're talking about Gran Turismo, that's a good racing game, or Need for Speed, or Hot Pursuit, or... Deluxe. Yeah. I don't know if I'd call that a racing game. Mario Kart DS. I don't know if I'd call that a racing game. Mario Kart mm. 64. I was thinking more like Burnout or... <laughs> Mario Kart Wii. Why don't you call those racing games? I think there's so many things that come to my mind when someone says racing game and Mario's like one of the last things. Mm. Mm. 
Like, that's a goat kart game that has racing, but I don't know if I... It's like wacky racing. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like... Okay. F-Zero is a racing game. Yeah. Um, what's that one everyone always talks about? Um, there's a racing game people love. For- Forza 5 uh, or something. Forza. Forza, yeah. People like that one. It's a car game, yeah. But yeah, I'd say that's the least like interested I've ever been in a game, to be completely honest. Okay. All right. Yeah. So, <laughs> so we're gonna go ahead and switch over to Still not visual. Time. Yes, I have two two more questions. Oh, so I'm all we're here. gonna switch over Shoot. from visual to emotional. So what is the most emotionally like oh. driven story you think that you've ever played as for a game? That's a hard one because there's a lot. Yeah. Eh, well, you could just choose one of them. Then. Mm. One of them you'd like to talk about. You want me to answer what you? Sure. Yeah? You can go okay. first. We'll have go you go first for each one. We'll have you. Seth, what what game has touched you emotionally? Uh, Last of Us. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's a good one. I think I have my answer. It's, uh, I, I got to the point... It's the same exact answer. <laughs> I can't no, really... I promise it's not. <laughs> I couldn't really, uh, uh, think about the last time... I mean, this would be the last time I felt emotional in a game. I don't know if it's the You most... haven't played the first one, though, right? I am playing the first oh. one. Oh. And, uh, there was a point... No spoilers. Mm-hmm. But there was a point in the game yep. where, uh... Two of the main characters may split up, and I really felt like, damn, I really don't want these two to split up. I really like these characters. Yeah. Um, I would be really sad if that's what happened. Not only that, but in the beginning of the game, it's got a pretty sad starting. No spoilers. It is rough in the beginning. No spoilers for the say. prologue. No that's spoilers. All I will say. I'm just saying the beginning starts off when really, really good. Start but... off with the hook. Yeah. Hot take, though. Uh, I wasn't attached to the characters yet, so that didn't really have as much as an impact. Hmm. I think for me... It's still messed up, though, what I saw. It's it's a good choice you picked, a good option. Yes. I think I have two answers, if that's okay. Yeah, I know I would say my first answer is Beyond Two Souls. Okay, what's that Have we heard of that game? I don't think so. No. No, It's a really, really good PlayStation 3 game, I believe. Mm. Um, It's about... I don't know if I can spoil... Can I just give like a synopsis, I guess? Yeah, that'll be fun. It's about a woman who has a spirit that she can only talk to. Mm. And I kind of want to say who the spirit is, but I guess that would be spoiling. But okay, yeah. she finds out eventually who this spirit is, this guardian angel in a sense that's mm. following her around the whole game. You can spoil it. It's her brother. He died at birth. They were supposed to be twins. <laughs> there was oh, wow. no but hesitation. She, she loses her brother. Oh my gosh. But the game has like an interesting way of explaining the afterlife, and he can't pass on until he, like, there's closure in a way. William what? Defoe's in it. Yes. He's really cool. Jodie Foster, I think, is the main actor, I'm correct. <sighs> Don't quote me. <laughs> Paraphrasing. I see Ellen Don't Page and William Europe. Defoe. But. Seems like a great game. Very, very good game. (laughs) Immediately. Um, I think I like it because it's one of those games where, much like The Last of Us, there's like stealth and there's not stealth. So you can stealth the whole game 
Or you could go guns blazing the whole game. Okay. Which is me. I guns blaze. He does. I kind of like a bit of both <laughs> when I play those types of games. It I think it depends, depends on what's happening yeah. in the level. I sense. will try to be stealthy first, but as soon as they spot me, it's guns blazing. Yeah, I think for me, <laughs> yeah, if I'm stealthy for too long, I'm expecting to get scared. Whereas if I'm going guns blazing, it's like less scary when I get caught. That's true, because you initi- kind of initiate right. it rather than... It's kind of like um, Alien Isolation, if anyone's ever played that. Mm, it's no. a game where it's heavily inspired on being stealthy, okay. but when the alien catches you, it's super scary, because oh, <laughs> you have to be so quiet. But yeah, I would say Beyond Two Souls, amazing. And then my second choice would be um, The Walking Dead by Telltale. I do you know this one, yeah. Um, Was that a game before? It was a show, or is it the other way around? I no, think it's a, it was a show first. Yeah, but Telltale okay. made a uh, what do you call those? Like choose your own, mm-hmm. choose your own game based off oh. of it. It's pretty good. I'm not going to give any spoilers for that one, but okay. there's a main character named Clementine, and you kind of start with her from the beginning, and you go with her all the way to the end. Mm. And the ending was pretty good, depending on what choice you pick. Right. So okay. those would be my two choices for emotional games. That's interesting. Any more questions okay. for Alyssa question time? <laughs> I don't know Let because she didn't discuss this with me beforehand. You didn't want to. Um, I'm all ears. <laughs> okay, I thought I had I thought I had one more I'm sorry, question. boss. <laughs> We're getting a thumbs up from Tom Nook in the background. Yeah, I guess that's it actually. That's yeah. No that's more questions. Well before till it gets passed on to you. Well, there was one final question that I wanted you to ask. Oh. Yeah, it's that question. Oh, okay. I thought you wanted to ask that question. Okay, I will ask the question. This is now Seth's question time. I'm taking over. Noah, uh, why don't you give us your general experience with video games, uh, starting with the first video game you've ever played? Sure. So my dad has always been in the IT field, and one day he built a PC. I was must have been kindergarten, sixth grade or something. And he brought a floppy disk home that had a game on it. Nice. <laughs> and I loaded it, and it was Tonka. You guys know what Tonka is? The oh, construction guy. So He's got an ascot tied around his neck, a yellow hard hat. Yeah, I do know what that is. Um, it was a Tonka game. I do know what Tonka is. For the PC, I guess technically, because it was a computer. Um, but long story short, I don't think I would enjoy it as an adult, but when I was little, it was really, really fun. It was basically, yeah, it was basically <laughs> what you would imagine from a game nice. like that. It, it was a garage with a bunch of construction vehicles that you could spray paint different colors. Fun. And then there was a game mode where you could clear an avalanche, build a construction tower, or build a road in a desert. <laughs> And that was basically it. Is this the game? Yeah, pretty much. And you would, as a little kid, I would literally, every time uh, my dad would come home, I would just sit there with him and click and click and play this game. It would freeze all the time, but it was a really, really fun game. Okay. And then the second game I ever played was a game called Adventures of Freddy Fish. You heard of that? (laughs) Also for PC? Also for PC on a floppy disk. Um, okay, yeah, I do it's know a, Fish. It's a point-and-click adventure game, all hand-drawn art, very beautiful, all voice-acted. You wouldn't even imagine a game like that would be voice-acted. 
Yeah, it looks like something I would play uh, in school. Yeah, it's like a point-and-click game. Very childish. Very entertaining when you're, you know, a six-year-old kindergartner. five entries in the Freddy Fish. I believe I owned three out of the five. Three of five? I believe so. I had the one where it was a show-and-tell. I'm going to spoil it because I doubt anyone's going to play this, but it was one where Freddy Fish had to bring a toy to show-and-tell. And the main villain, which is a shark, stole it, so she had to get it back. Oh, no. And then the second one I played was Magic Kelp Seeds Got Stolen by the main villain, who was a shark. <laughs> and she had to get it back. And the last one I played was, there was like a ghost haunting the area. It was the shark. Spoiler alert. Ooh. I see okay. Freddy Fish in the case of the missing kelp seeds. <laughs> yes, that was one. <laughs> They're really fun games. Again, when you're a little kid, you know, it's just... A point-and-click game. It's not like what. It's not like a game that you would play. You know, like Lego Star Wars oh. or okay, The first Last one. of Us. The last yeah. My first video game was uh, Bob the Builder. For mm, I heard about that. So, uh, and I would only play the only game I knew how to play because I was probably about three or four years old. <laughs> was the one where you decorate a cake. Yep. So very similar to those games. It'd be like that. <laughs> <laughs> so, what was your general experience with games uh, from? from then on out so then from there i want to say i got the gamecube but the only game i remember from that was a game called bomber boy okay are we familiar with that does that have anything to do with bomber man maybe maybe it's not boy maybe it's man is this supposed to be the same character it's the one where at the end of a level he kind of turns into a vehicle that's the only thing i remember about the game that's not bomber man I think it's Bomber Boy. I see Bomber Girl. Oh, <laughs> 20, yes. 2018. Is this it? Yes. It's uh, Bomber. Oh, it's Bomber Man. Very see. good game. Okay. Very fun. Very pixelated. Okay. I, I remember not being able to beat any of the levels, so my Aww. dad had to help me a lot with them. Oh, yeah. But it was back when the controller had, like, a piece here you could hold, a piece here you can hold, and then, like, that middle piece. Oh, <laughs> it had like oh a, I love right. yeah. The it looked kind of like a W or an M, I guess. <laughs> okay, it was it the like the long one. Yeah, okay. I'll be right back. I'm gonna whip out my GameCube controller here. Oh, <laughs> I beg your pardon, but yeah, I really did like that game. That was a fun one. Okay, a GameCube controller like this. Yes, but there was a piece here that came so out. So that's the sixty-four oh, one. Came apart. No, it didn't come apart. It right. was just part of the cons. It was part of the controller. So it must have been a sixty-four controller. I think so. I'm very bad with the names of <laughs> okay. of relics of the past, but that's it right there in your right, hands. Yeah. So that's it right there. Nintendo 64 controller. Mine wasn't clear, though. Mine was gray. I think mine was the original one. They would yeah, make the that, gray one. that is the original one, yeah. Okay, cool. I always cool. wanted a clear one, though, but we only had the gray one between cool. my dad and I. Classic. See if there was a Bomber Boy for the Nintendo 64, or if it was Bomberman. Was it Bomberman 64? I don't know the name of it. I just know that at the end of every level, he like turns into a vehicle, and that's how you get to the next level. So like one is he turns into a submarine, and there's like a whole mm-hmm. water level, and then he turns into a Sounds jet. awesome. Really good game. I mean, from going from Adventures of Freddy Fish to that, it was a pretty (laughs) interesting jump. It's true. And then after that, uh, I got a PlayStation 2. And all of elementary school, I played on the PlayStation 2. A lot of games like Lego Star Wars, 
Awesome. Gran Turismo, Burnout, Need for Speed, uh, a game called Sly Cooper. That's awesome. And the Thievius Raccoonus. Really, really good game that a lot of people don't know about. Um, what else did I play? Battlefront, Star Wars Battlefront 1 that and 2. Awesome um, that's as much as I can think of. I played a game called Crazy Taxi. That's a nice game, yeah. My dad used to love that one. Um, I played... I have not played any of these. What else? I think I can think of off the top of my head. I think that will suffice for now. I can't think anything else off the top of my head. good idea. So a lot of those PlayStation classes. PlayStation. And then at some point, I got a DS, the original DS... The one that has a cartridge on the top and the bigger cartridge at the bottom. Was it the fat one or the light? The very first DS that came out. Oh yeah, so that boy. And <laughs> the very first game I played on that was a brain game my mom got me. It was called like Brain Academy or something. Yeah. Big Brain Academy? <laughs> I think so. Yeah. It was the one where at the end it measures your brain. Yeah, there's there's Big Brain Academy and then there's Brain Age, but they're both the same thing. Is that the guy at the head? He, he's got like a mustache and then like a, like a graduation cap. Is yeah, the that's, floating that's head? big brain. And his finger is always going like this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh gosh, I the viewers that. can't see, but he, he waggles his finger. Oh no, no, no. Oh, um, like but Sonic. I finally got into Pokemon once I got my DS. The very first Pokemon game I ever touched was Pearl, and my best friend at the time in fifth grade, her name was Autumn. She had Diamond, and she actually was my neighbor on base. We lived on a military base, and every day after school, after our homework, we would meet at the park and play Pearl and Diamond. That's awesome. <laughs> we never completed what? the Pokédex, sadly, because that was back when Spirit Tomb was insane to get. I ended up doing it. We didn't have 50 <laughs> people that we knew. <laughs> so. There's a little hack you could do. Yeah, it's talking to the, the, the miner or something, right? You can... Um... You, if you have two save files, you could have one person enter and exit uh-huh. over and over again. 50, 50 times. times. Um, yeah, and that'll work. We were kids back then, so we didn't know. Um, yeah, I didn't know how to do it until recently. But we played Diamond and Pearl, and it was very fun. And we used to roleplay as the characters in the game, which were Lucas and Don, the, name, the canon names of the characters. Right. And... We took the whole school year to finish it, which is funny because now that I'm older, it takes me like not that long to finish a Pokemon game. But when you're huh. a kid, you take so long for some right. reason. For I don't sure. know. We always used to go to the Pokemon and buy stuff, even though we had excess of everything. <laughs> it was just the role playing aspect. Were I guess. You guys were savoring every second. We're grinding. <laughs> yeah, oh, man. But yeah. yeah, I played Sinnoh and Diamond. She had Diamond. I had Pearl. That's so cool. And Did then... you guys plan it? Nope. I just met her and she just happened to have diamond. I happened to have pearl. And eventually I bought platinum with my um, money I saved up from allowance. And then I pre ordered heart gold and soul silver. And then um, I bought a Game Boy Advance color, Mm -hmm. I think is the name. And the very first game on that I played was Leaf Green. Which I found in the park, by the way. Someone left a copy of Leaf Green oh, in the park. That's good luck. I feel very bad because that belongs to someone, but whoever it is, I but hope you know they know what? that I've taken very good care of it <laughs> and I've completed it. So <laughs> when this podcast kicks off, um, whoever knows them. But yeah, on my military base, it was on the slide, and I didn't know what it was because 
I didn't have a Game Boy Color, but luckily it would slot into the bottom of the DS, <laughs> so I was able to play it. And I then I don't think they miss it. I think you're good. I played. Um, <laughs> I bought Fire Red later on. The first game I ever played on my Game Boy was um, Home on the Range. Hmm. I've never heard. <laughs> that of it. makes me sick. <laughs> I've never heard of it. <laughs> it makes me sad too. Uh, Shark Tale, Home on the Range. Yeah, that makes me really sad. First game I played on my Game Boy Advance was actually the first game I ever played, which is Fire Red. Hmm. Not first game I ever played, because I played Bob the Builder, mm-hmm. and then I played uh, Mortal Kombat. But first game I actually was able to play, I guess Bob the Builder counts. Mm-hmm. So I guess Bob the Builder is my first game, but my first real game was <laughs> Pokemon Fire Red. Mm-hmm. I think I prefer Fire Red over Leaf Green just because of the regional variants, I think, are a little what I preferred more. Okay. Because it's Ekans and Arbark. You prefer them over Sandshrew? Yeah. And I think it's Growling? Because Volpix is Leaf Green. Yeah, you over Volpix. You get, um... Cliff... Oh... I was going to say Clifford. I think that's both, though, right? Yeah, you get Clifford and both. Maybe it's Psyduck over Slowpoke. Mm. I don't remember exactly. I just remember loving it. And I remember that there's, like, these little dark patches on the grass, and if you click A, you get a berry. (laughs) Yeah. It took me a long time to know that. (laughs) (laughs) I backtracked so much to see if I missed all the dark patches. Yeah, those were my... I liked the Pokemon Center where you can mix berries into medicine. That was fun. Yeah, Generation mm-hmm. 3 of Pokemon. Fire Red, Leaf Green, Ruby, Sapphire, Emerald. Those mm-hmm. are my favorites. Was Loved trading always a thing? Trading's been in Pokemon mm-hmm. since Red and Blue. Yep. Or Red and Green. So is that the first game? Yes. I never so played those, but yes, that would be the, that's where Pokemon started, I believe. Yeah, Correct. I haven't played those till much, much later. A lot of people say that in those old ones, a special attack is broken, apparently. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, I bet a lot of things are freaking cracked. Like I've heard, game. I've heard disable doesn't work the way it's supposed to. I've heard minimize is OP. Leech doesn't work the way it's supposed to either. A lot of glitches. Mm-hmm. Uh, the crit ratio is like insane. Apparently. <laughs> yeah, those things wouldn't get fixed. Till Poen, yeah. right? I don't Til think Ruby and Emerald. yeah, Ruby and Sapphire fix a lot. I think uh, this physic or the. The move split in uh, Generation 4. Mm-hmm. Physical that, and special yeah. kind of became what it was supposed to be. Yeah, they finally caught up to the times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that segues uh, perfectly into our Pokemon discussion today, mm-hmm. which is going to be about villainous teams in Pokemon. Ooh. Very okay. nice. So we're going to take a quick break, and then when we come back, we're going to discuss that. All right. Hello, listener. My name is Seth Atari. I have occupied my own ad space to talk to you about the green M&M. The green M&M. The love of my life. How I want to be with you. How I want to let you soak in my mouth and melt. Thank you for your time. Alright, we are back from break. Ready to talk to you about the villainous teams of Pokemon. Ooh. Are you ready, Noah? I'm ready. All right, Noah. Why don't you uh, lay out uh, like the the uh, the kind of bullet points we're hitting on with these teams? Mm, sure. So I was thinking we could go region by region, 
and we could rank them 1 to 10, 1 being the lowest, 10 being the highest. And the factors that we're basing it off of is the style of the villains, the ultimate goal, the villain team that they're trying to achieve, and maybe perhaps the leader of the villain oh, and yeah. how they contributed to that goal. And their leadership, yeah. That's a good... Those are some good points. So we would start with Kanto, with Team Rocket. All right. Uh, I'll go ahead. I'll, I'll start us off. All right. Um, and, and we are uh, rating these 1 through 10. Mm-hmm. Good? 1 being the lowest, 10 being the highest. All right. So I'm going to start with Giovanni and Team Rocket, and I'm going to uh, pack them in with Rainbow Rocket as well. And I'm going to score them a 9 out of 10. Okay. Near perfect. Um, I like how Giovanni was uh, living a double life, mm-hmm. uh, acting as the eighth gym leader while uh, under everyone's nose, uh, uh, running pretty much the Pokemon Mafia. Uh, mm-hmm. I like his money laundering schemes at the uh, the game corner in Celadon. And uh, what brings it from a ten to a nine would be his uh, he just dipped. For no reason, just after you <laughs> That's beat him. That's true. I don't like that. You beat him multiple mm. times, though, so... You do, yeah. He's got a bit of the mad cause bad syndrome going on. Yeah, his, his ego definitely got hurt being beat by a 10-year-old, I guess. But yeah, 9 out of 10. Mm. I think I'd also give Giovanni a 9 out of 10. Mm. And I think my factors would be... 1. Out of all the regions, we'll get into them one by one. He seems to have Kanto pretty much wrapped around his finger. The police seem to comment on Team Rocket, especially near Misty's gym and that house that got broken into, but no one seems to do anything about it. That's, yeah, that's... <laughs> I quite true. like his team. He's got a pretty epic team. You know, in the future, a lot of villains, their teams are almost entirely poison or dark, so I kind of like that his is ground-inspired. Then again, Kanto didn't really have a lot to pick from, so maybe that's why. Yeah. But it just feels so unique to a lot of later villains that would come along. I will say, uh, I I do like the little hints that uh, Giovanni's ultimate plan is to capture Mewtwo. Um, yeah. When he... It's uh, pretty cool, too. Trying to get go after the Master Ball and the Sylph Scope all kind of hints at how he yeah. wants to take him down and catch him. And uh, the Rainbow Rocket subplot of Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon, um, the the plot there is that he gets together all the villainous teams from alternate universes that have accomplished their goals, and in his party, he has Mewtwo, so that confirms mm. his goal was to get Mewtwo the whole time. I don't know much about Rainbow Rocket, but it, it sounds cool. It is a cool little subplot post-game for Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon. I do like the sort of... You know, like different universe where they won. That is kind of a cool, yeah. It's a story ultimate, ultimate fanfic. <laughs> if I may dive in, um, mm-hmm. I don't really you may. have, <laughs> I don't really have um, as much experience with all of these gym leaders. They know or from the last episode antagonists. <laughs> oh well, God. they might not all watch every episode before, so they should. Just to reiter, um. I'm going to just be critiquing their style. Hmm. This and, is um, Giovanni honestly, in the anime, by the way, my yes, tie <laughs> Yes, this is, <laughs> this is 
I wanted to look up what he looked like, so I'm taking the anime's reference and look at that. Um, he doesn't always wear this suit, but he's got an orange suit on with looks like a green vest under it, and then a red tie, and then a beige like collared button-up shirt under it. And it looks like he's got like some sound... scotch in his hand. Yeah. Oh yeah, he's got. It looks. He's definitely giving that yeah. mobster okay, vibe. Yeah, got like two big ice cubes. He's got some like gold buttons and one pocket. I'm honestly loving his vibe. He's got like this Persian on his side, and the Persian has, you know, if you know the Pokemon's got like a, a red looking gem on mm-hmm. its forehead. It just looks really cool. It doesn't sound like it, but if you look it up, he I think he pulls it off very well. I think it looks pretty. Uh, he definitely flaunts his wealth, I would say, and that's definitely. granted considering he seems to have looted all of Kanto, so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So it doesn't, um... I mean, yeah. he's got like a gambling style. ring going on, so... Ooh, that's true. Go. But yeah, a full, full-blown orange suit. <laughs> oh I like the style in this particular picture. It's giving me uh, vibes of him going to jail soon. He's yeah. gonna be wearing orange. Just kidding. <laughs> he's giving me daddy vibes. Oh. Honestly. Honestly? Well, he's got that money, so... <laughs> Sugar daddy Sugar vibes. Daddy. <laughs> okay. All right. And that's that's all I have to say. So yeah, about I'm gonna that. lock in my answer. Nine out of ten. Nine out of ten for me as well. Good answer, Steve. How about you? Oh, On I'm just fashion. writing. The, oh, the fashion. There, you're right. Okay. Um, I'd say. <laughs> I'd say a seven. Yeah. Yeah. Because I mean, honestly, there's a lot of colors going on. Yeah. It works with him well, but. Like, he either looks super cool, or he kind of just looks like a guy that like sells used cars. Yeah, you know it's what a I mean? hit or miss. <laughs> but for who he is, I guess, I'd I, I bring it up to a seven. Like, he looks like the guy who sells mattresses, to be honest with you. There you go. Yeah, dressing super nice just to sell. Well, you know what? You should, you should dress Maybe nice all the time. Maybe looking at the wrong picture. Uh-oh. Oh. Now look at that one. Oh. Now that one, That's he's more wearing accurate. an all black suit with a red tie. Yeah, he, I'm That's pretty sure he has nice. a fedora too in the game. That's oh, true. No. He does incel what? vibes now. Hipster vibes. I'm be honest, guys, I do not like fedoras on I anybody ever. I think your score ever. might. <laughs> you might be retconning your score yeah, now. Yeah, so if he's wearing a fedora, that's what he looks like solid, in the game. It's a yeah, solid three if he wears the, a fedora. Yeah. They retcon the fedora. Don't worry. They don't do it anymore. <laughs> you don't look good unless in a fedora unless you're Michael Jackson or Dumb and Dumber. Oh. Well, I wore a fedora to a uh, school dance one time, so maybe oh. uh, maybe you'll eat those words someday. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, generation 2, we are uh, separating the original Team Rocket with the remnant Team Rocket from gold and silver. Yeah. And I'm going to give them a 4. A very low score. The second lowest score, actually, mm. of all the teams. I uh, didn't realize you rated all of them already. I did. <laughs> uh, Archie and the other admins. You might want to look up Archie. And uh, the remnants of Team Rocket from Gold and Silver three years after the original. They um, they spend most of the game just scrambling to get their leader back. They really can't hold their own very well. Uh, they managed to take over a radio tower, and that's kind of the, the peak of what they're able to do. Uh, the Lance mission, where you infiltrate their base, is really fun and really cool. And the Red Gyarados that they cause 
to Enraged. That was cool, but uh, that's about it for them. So I give them a four. Hmm. What do you think, Noah? I think I'm going to give them a three. Oh, lower just, than a four. Just Dang. considering that they're not involved, like, at all. You know, you go from having Team Rocket show Slow up poke tails. almost every single city <gasps> in Kanto right. to having Remnant Rocket show up three times. <laughs> You know, they're cutting slowpoke tails to make a quick profit. They're in Mahogany Town, Damn. upsetting Gyarados for, like, no good. reason. <laughs> Damn. They I got like... a pretty cool base, though. I do like the Voltorb. Electro- what's yeah, the that, evolution that of Voltorb? Cool yeah, Electrode. Electrode mm-hmm. thing's pretty cool. I like that you can actually catch it if you don't have it on your Pokedex or team yet. I um, do like how they infiltrate the the radio tower initially yeah, that's cool they want to use the radio waves to to do something like control pokemon or something like that i thought it was to Damn. broadcast to giovanni that but, yeah they're that's, back. that's the thing they changed their mind last minute oh. and they instead <laughs> signal for their boss mm. because they're so desperate and cry and, for help yeah they need leadership so badly oh. see i think they would have been cooler if you saw them more often and if calling giovanni after all their accomplishments would have made more sense, but the fact that they cut Slowpoke Tails and enraged a Pokemon in the lake, and that's kind of all they have in their resume, it just wasn't enough for me. That is true. Okay. Giovanni ends up committing suicide after that. Oh. That's a theory. That's a um, real theory. Unaliving himself. I thought he was... Killing himself. I'm not scared <laughs> to say it. Isn't Cancel he... me. Shut Isn't up. he just in a cave, though, during the Celebi event? Yeah. Yeah, isn't <laughs> he just like in a he, cave? He, he hears oh. the radio, he hears their transmission, so and then it does Red him. stops him or something. And then I you get what happens. Uh, or you it battle Ethan? him as Ethan mm-hmm. um, or Lyra, I guess if you chose the girl. And uh, then he turns dark. You hear a splash. Mm. People are like, "Oh, he killed himself," but he probably just uh, used waterfall and left. I see. <laughs> so is this? Am I looking at the right picture? I think so. No, the, they're so too hot. The remnants <laughs> oh are being led gosh. by Archie. Let me show you. What'd you look at? Whoa. That is you two. That was an accident. Back there was like a guy named. Guy right right there. Oh, this is actually a better one. That's just Archie. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> this is a good one. That's the admins. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. Oh, I so, forgot to mention the Murkrow. The one in the blue is the one who's the, is the technically main. leading them in the absence of Giovanni. The okay. other three just kind of show up randomly. Alright, so he's got blue hair. The purple guy's pretty cool. He, like, mimics people and cosplays as them. Yeah, he has, a, he has a pet Murkrow that will repeat the password for you. A lot of Whoa. people suspect the red-headed lady is Silver's mom. Ooh. I can see that now. Giovanni and Silver. So all these people got... Really cool hair. So the guy that mimics people, what's his name? Petros or something? Petros. <laughs> okay. I couldn't be bothered to remember any of their names. Honestly. He has a coughing and I think a okay. wheezing. I think he just has literally the same Pokemon, but one's evolved and one's not. Which one has okay. a Houndoom? The Archie in the, the okay. leader, Archie in the blue. Okay. And then I don't know this lady's name. Maybe Agatha. I don't know. Okay. And then the one here is named Carbon. Carbon. Agatha's got some nice bright red hair. and She's got carbon? an Arbok, I believe, right? 
I don't remember. And the guy at the end, this guy here, has, a, I think, a gold bat. <laughs> and I don't yeah. know what else. It's a pretty basic hmm. Team Rocket Pokemon. Like a Radicate, maybe? Yeah. <laughs> okay, I don't really know what's her hair. I don't know what's going on with her hair right now, but it looks like it's almost like a horn that goes up, but it also is like, it goes down into like a loop on her forehead. Her eyebrows are also red. She's got these big-ass gold earrings that kind of So is this cool. a positive thing or a negative thing? Um, both. Both? Are her eyes red, too? Or are all of their eyes the same color as their hair? I don't know. It looks like it for the last three. But um, it looks like they're just wearing some pretty basic, like, white doctor-almost-looking outfits mm -hmm. with, like, black turtlenecks under it. Um, honestly, I'm going to have to give their style a three. They've got a pretty cool look to them as a villain, but they just don't show up enough to be memorable. Like, the guy mm -hmm. in the blue shows up at the very end. These two at the ends, the corners, show up the most. And the lady in red, if I'm correct, only shows up twice. And it's mm -hmm. in the same building, right? <laughs> she shows yeah. up twice in the same building. Archie does make a surprise uh, appearance, or cameo, or whatever you want to call it, in Let's Go Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee during the main mm. event. Really? So that's kind of solidifying the lore of uh, Team Rocket. Mm. Interesting. Okay. I was unaware of that. But if it was, um, if it was Jesse and James, they Team also Rocket, show up in that game. I like their style. I like, I like Jesse's mostly. It's got a cute little, they, like, honestly, they are similar. They're very similar. They're similar, but it's not like, it could be Jesse's mother. Yeah, Jesse just... is Silver's, sister oh what and then they think this redhead that's the theory that she's giovanni's is... mistress i guess and she's got like what like because silver's hair is red so red hair right doesn't jesse have red hair am i mistaken yeah it's like a pinkish red yeah silver <laughs> also has red hair she has red hair hmm. Hmm. there's no such thing as a coincidence in a game like pokemon <laughs> Okay. But yeah, Remnant Rockets a three from me. They're just so a three for you, three for you, four. For if it's you. for if it's for Jesse and James Team Rocket, and it's just them, then I'm giving them a ten. I don't think they're a part of Remnant Rocket though. Oh, but if it's yeah specifically Remnant Rocket, yeah, it's a three. Yeah, I would. They would be regular Team Rocket, which you gave a seven, not a ten. Regular Team Rocket. I'm talking about their style. Oh, Giovanni was. Oh, a you're talking about Giovanni, right. Alana. Yeah. Oh, that's oh yeah, one. that's right. I guess technically you would only be able to categorize Archie in this, but we're just grouping them as a form. I'm just trying to find. They pictures. come in a bundle. They come in a... All right, let's move on. Oh, uh, it's like a crop top. I didn't get the full body. It's like a crop top. Yeah, almost. it's very weird. It like lifts up and it's got that little Similar slit. To Jesse and Jane. It is actually tops. okay. One more thing: if okay, they would have had involvement in the Kimono Girls and stealing the silver feather or the gold feather. That would have been way more epic. You know what I mean? Like, if they would have had a role in summoning Ho-Oh or Lugia as the right. box legendary, that would have been cooler. And every villain from here on out does do that. So yes. They learn their lesson. And he's got white shoes. All white shoes. Yeah, he doesn't need to be on the field. He's going to get dirty. Right. All right, I'm going to be honest. I'm going to change my, <laughs> my three feeling. times. It's going to be like an eight. Eight. Oh. 
Like oh my gosh, just skyrocketed from a three to an eight. I kind of slept on the almost all white outfit. I like it. How it's is like a deep Archie cut higher than Giovanni? <laughs> in style, in style. Okay. okay. Yeah, yeah, no, in style. That's it is all pre- I do kind of like the black, like, what right, is that? Like the, um, cuffs? like yeah, trims, cuffs. sort of, or the. Yeah, cuffs. The cuffs. Oh, specifically the cuffs. The yeah. cuffs. I like the the turtleneck part, kind of, because the white part is like a deep cut, but it shows the black part. They're v-neck. And then it's like a deep v-neck, though. Okay, we're spending too much time okay, on Generation right. 2. That <laughs> was my bad. All right, Gen 3, uh, Maxi and Archie, Team Magma, Team Aqua. Aqueous, um, Magmius. I gave these these two combined uh, a 9, as well as Team Rocket. Oh. They're They're tied. Uh, Archie pulls his weight more. I don't really like Maxi, even though he's more competent, more of a threat. Uh, he's just a big nerd, and I like Team, uh, like Archie, Team Aqua. I like their pirate vibe in Alpha Sapphire. Mm-hmm. Their goals are totally stupid. They're both they're both stupid, trying to expand land and sea. But you know, one's uh, one's trying to think logically, like, oh, I want more land for my nerd stuff. And the other one's like, I'm a pirate, I want more seas so I could have more than seven seas to surf on. By uh, I love Kyogre and Groudon, they're awesome. Uh, Rayquaza resolving the issue in Emerald is awesome. Uh, I like every time every time they show up, like uh, the very first time in Slateport, very memorable moment for me as a kid. Uh, Mount yeah. Pyre, very the memorable. The queue in the museum or whatever. The right. Aquarium Yeah. <laughs> They make beauty. a cue. That's pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> and what was the other time they show up? Oh, Team Magma on the uh, the little volcano area mm-hmm. with all the soot and stuff. That was really cool. Uh, really great duo there. I like their back and forth, too, arguing over something so stupid. So, yeah, 9 out of 10. I think I'm going to give them... Oh, I'd say... A six out of ten. <gasps> um, Explain yourself. I definitely it. like the designs of them in Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire. And that's the, what Alyssa's going to go off of. The original Ruby oh. and uh, Sapphire oh. was a little weird looking, the characters, but I do like their sort of remastered version. <laughs> it's really, really okay. nice. Wait, no, that's not um, in terms of like their goal with more land or more water at first i thought it was kind of a humble goal because it's like more land for land pokemon on maxi's end or more water for water pokemon on archie's end but not the expense of the other and or humans right so they definitely get their villain-esque from that right and they definitely show up way more often than Remnant Rocket, so that's always a plus from yeah. my end. I also like that their teams specialize in fire and water, but they still have poison and dark, so that's always cool. Um, I like their Mega Evolution concept with Maxi's glasses and Archie's anchor medallion. Right, yeah. <laughs> it's pretty cool. I think my favorite thing about both of them is in Emerald exclusively, if you go to Mount Pyre, after they have both realized that they're fools and what they did, they immediately regret. I like that they return the orbs right. to the elders. Right. 
I think they're probably the only villains, from my understanding, other than maybe Guzma that we'll get to in the future, that have a redemption arc to some extent. They do, yeah, and Alpha Sapphire and Mega Ruby, too, they they hand over Mega Evolution Stones to you, and they kind of say, we're sorry. <laughs> I appreciate that from them. They've got pretty cool style. I think if I had to pick, I would pick Archie, just because Maxie's admins are like super robotic in the way they talk and it's super cringe right and, and like not fun Nerds. at all i like archie's more i do too i like their pirate vibes i like the lady admin with like the hair yeah She's got like swoopy hair okay so this is archie that's archie that's, archie. that's the leader of team aqua and that's maxi the grandma leader of team magma all right Nerd. we'll start we'll start with we'll start with the grandma mm. okay so i'm not really loving what's going on underneath the she's got like these um don't misgender don't miss i thought you said grandma i thought you like meant that it was actual grandma is a gender fluid term i'm just kidding (laughs) okay so oh no it looks like it looks like they got some like rain pink rain boot looking or red i guess sort of rain boots and then darker red tights that have like black stripes in it, sort of, unless it's just for texture. And then, um, I don't know, I'm, I'm really not digging this because the, that those tights go all the way through. That's it's like sleeve cuffs and it's like a long turtleneck and that turtleneck Ooh, just- I never noticed that. It don't, I don't know. I don't really look, I don't like it. I'm not a fan. I love um, the Team Magma and the Team Aqua symbols. I do too. They're so memorable. Yeah. Yeah. They show up before a battle. I love that the M almost looks like ground on, and the A almost looks like... Oh, yeah. I never noticed that. Mm. Sorry to cut you off, Alyssa. You're okay. Um, but also, the coat, the coat's all right, and I like that the shirt's, like, tucked in behind a coat. I like that. But then they're wearing, like, shorts, and it goes, like, half a foot above their knee. Hmm. It just looks weird. Red shorts with a gold belt. Oh, yeah. I never realized bad, that. But um, it just looks weird. I can't get over, like, basically his waist-down outfit. <laughs> it's a little, uh... It's kind of giving me the vibes from the champion from Galar. You know who he has, like, the booty shorts, but then the leggings? Yeah. It's giving me, like, uh, that vibe. Pokemon is obsessed with giving people short shorts with long socks. Yeah. And I hate it. It's, I hate that style. I, I think the it's leggings. to accentuate how long their legs are. I think I think they like like oh. long legged characters. Oh. 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 So speaking of, we're gonna move over to Archie. Love the bandana so much. He Solid. Kind of looks like Joel from Last of Us. Oh, oh yeah, a little, <laughs> little bit. He's huh. definitely a buff boy, isn't He's, he? He's got yes, he's very strong yeah, he's looking. Brother. He's got a solid uh mutton chops that go right into a beard and mustache. Which is mustache is actually very interesting. It like it grows from the beard into like the okay, mustache well, area, but then there's like nothing under his nose. So that's interesting. But anyways, his style. He's got like this gigantic golden looking It's an anchor anchor as a necklace wow and then um what's this belt they're like a bunch of u's connected but they're like chunky he's a pirate it's his gold his booty oh so he's got some booty it's just swag i guess okay 
And so basically the rest of his outfit is just like he's basically a wearing a, a one-piece tight blue <laughs> outfit with like white sides. It's like a diving sides. suit, isn't it? Like yeah. Diving. Yeah. And then like his knees, he's got, yeah, a, wait, he's got a cape or it's his like. An ass cape. Yeah. It's from his waist down. Maybe it's like it a looks fish like net. a It does look like it's kind of like a net. But, um, yeah, the blue bandana plus everything else, I, it looks great. So I'm going to give Archie probably a solid. It's a combined. Oh. Combined, that sucks. You Because I love it. one and hate we the other We got to combine it, you have to combine it. So, okay. I feel like I'm okay with separate, but. I'm not. At okay, least fashion-wise. So... All right, fine. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, fashion-wise, the the red freaking what's its name, Maxi. He's gonna be like a two. Oh. And then um, Archie. Very unfortunate. Archie's gonna be probably like a nine, honestly. F I love the fit. <laughs> For Maxi. Love the fit. F the and chat, everyone. Bandanas. And by that I mean follow us on Sethatory Pod and comment <laughs> F. Mm. The bandana's really doing it for me. And your opinion on this? Oh. No, we don't need an opinion on that. I think that. I want an opinion on this. <laughs> no, we don't oh. need an opinion on that <laughs> So it's Archie, but um, as a woman, very thick. Um, it well, should show up as soon as you look Let's not gender him. We don't know. <laughs> we have so many more villains to go over. Okay, All right, we're moving I know, on. I know. I'm so sorry. Oh Cyrus and Team Galactic. So originally, uh, I was like not having it with these guys. I, I had scored them low when I was thinking about uh, this episode and doing research, but uh, I was talking to someone I know at work, and uh, he changed my mind, and so now I've given them an 8 out of 10. Um, How did they change your mind? At first, I, I thought uh, Team Galactic uh, had stupid, not stupid goals or motives, but stupid... Um, like, the events that occurred didn't make any sense. Like, why did they bomb the Great Marsh? What was the point um, If what, to, like, reach their goal? Uh, until they start, like, actually going to the lakes to summon Mesprit, Yuxi, and Azelf. That's when they actually start uh, doing stuff that makes sense to their goals. But before that, they were just, like, stealing Clefairies, stealing people's Pokédex. It's like, why? Um, but it turns out Team Galactic... Uh, their leader Cyrus was actually lying to them the whole time telling them that he was going to take them to a better world or make their world a better world but really he was just going to basically destroy the world and start from scratch because he's nihilistic he, he doesn't care about emotions or anything like that and he wants to live in a world void of emotions Ooh. and he in Platinum he actually accomplishes his goal by summoning accidentally summoning Giratina instead of Palkia and Dialga an intervention from the third right back when there Satan. used to be three Satan drags him into the distortion world where there is no emotions and Jeez. he's happy living there wait what did you say he was what he was dragged to the distortion world by Satan himself and? Giratina and there's no emotions there, so he's happy living there. How can he be happy if there's no emotions? He's content living there. <laughs> I think his existence c- contradicts. I don't think there is a world without emotion. So he right. was always doomed to fail, I guess, from I the very beginning, in a sense. I think he's just psychotic. Yeah, I know for sure. Look at his face. 
gosh, where do I even begin with Cyrus? You know, the members that... Did you rate him? Oh. Yes. You did? Yes, 8 out of 10. Okay, I'm sorry, I didn't hear it. Okay, I'll rate him... Well, well I'll rate Team your, Galactic. Give your description and what you think of them first. I didn't even talk about the admins, but honestly, I don't remember any of them besides Perugly at the uh, windmill or wind power plant, whatever that place was. Perugly. I, I think nice. everyone in Team Galactic, they just follow him so blindly and they have so much love for mm-hmm. him as a leader. And it's so sad because to to that to Cyrus, they're all just pawns. Right. They're all just numbers. And there's something so like sad about his disappearance that Saturn's so upset about it that he wasn't included at at Spear Pillar. He was right. left at the headquarters behind, and Mars and Jupiter were left at the stairs below. They didn't get to accompany him up top right. to the summoning. Yeah, he meant not. They meant nothing to him. He didn't really care. I thought so. That you make a good point about the whole bombing of the Marsh Lake and like stealing Pokédexes and Clefairies. That I think just did nothing. In a sense, that was a distraction for the Sinnoh region as a whole, but also for his like followers. I'm wondering if uh, if he even commanded for that to happen, or if they are just so lost because he's not really that great of a leader that they just know. started doing these things. Maybe, maybe they. Or maybe for you attention. know what? In platinum, the bombing may have been to get uh, Looker off off his trail. Maybe because Looker is very obsessed with that galactic right, right? <laughs> trying to track him down. Hmm. So it could just be why, the thing about him is I feel like he doesn't do anything that's not calculated. So I don't know if I can justify saying that the that anything prior to collecting the red stones was just unnecessary. I think it served a purpose, just not. Towards right. his main goal, it served a different purpose. Towards maybe getting heat off of him, maybe towards getting Cynthia involved elsewhere. Right, could be giving all those side a headache. Right. <laughs> I mean, he tried to bomb Celtic oh, yeah. City too, right? Or Celtic oh, Town? Yeah, wasn't he? So, he was yeah. trying to bomb the whole region, to be honest. So. Poor side. You might be right. It might just to be to distract people while he gets the does his little plans. Gets those little aliens and takes them to Spear Pillar. Sorry, listener, I accidentally need the table. I saw the spike. But okay, don't talk to them. I saw the spike, so I just wanted to let <laughs> them know that I am sorry. But yeah, I think he's a pretty. I think as far as villains go, out of all the villains we've had so far, he's definitely probably one of my favorites. Just because he seems to be the most unhinged out of all of them. That was true. Oh, like Him that. paired with Garatina, they could be a uh, pretty evil duo nice he's got a pretty cool team too i remember his team in platinum being pretty tough he's got a weavile honchkrow gyarados but other than that i don't know team galactic you know i i will say this too far down (laughs) i will say this he gives me similar vibes to team rocket you know how i commented on Team Rocket having Kanto wrapped around their finger. Hmm. In Sinnoh, you don't really see anyone doing anything about Team Galactic. They have multiple base installations in major towns. People comment on the buildings looking scary, but nothing more than that. So no one really investigates other than Looker, who's probably not even a native of Sinnoh. He came elsewhere as an international police (laughs) to investigate. Possibly Alola. So, I do like that he's got the region 
That's kind of true. under his thumb in a sense. Right. He's free to bomb almost the entirety of the region. Any marshes he wants. He's got Cynthia kind of clueless to what's going on in comparison to at least Lance with the remnant rocket. You know, Lance is on top of it every single step. Right. Cynthia, to me, seems a little behind on what's going on. Then again, she's, you know, an archaeologist studying right. myths, so yeah. maybe she's just kind of <laughs> just doing her a bit thing. absent-minded in what's even happening in her region. But I like mm-hmm. to imagine the champion's kind of the leader of the region, and if they're not as involved, it speaks a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she might be too busy in Unova uh, chilling in a beach house. True. <laughs> She's loving her best We don't life. know which one comes first, Unova or... <laughs> mm-hmm. That's true. Okay. I mean, even Steven in Hoenn was kind of, like, blasé about the whole yeah. Team Magma, Team Aqua. Yeah. He's just stone <laughs> yeah, collecting. He's just... <laughs> Not until the end nice. is he concerned with what's going on. The mm-hmm. 10-year-old had to do everything for him up until that point. Sorry, I was collecting rocks. So I'll give Team Galactic, I don't know what my prior one is, so this might be a retcon, but I'll do 7 out of 10. 7 out of 10? I think that's fair. All right. Now so for the for drip. The style, the drip, yes. He, honestly, he has quite a bit of it. Outfits like this, it looks like he's like made of steel. Like It gives me the, the Steel Benders vibes from Legend mm, of Korra. I can kind of see that. I think it looks really cool. I like that the lines go downwards. I mean, go um, horizontally up his pants and arm sleeves. And they're like a, all the way to his feet black. And mm-hmm. long sleeves black, too. And he's got... I see a lot of the turtleneck theme running in a lot of these enemies. <laughs> um, <laughs> but he's also got, like, this gray vest with, like, the a cool yellow, like, G symbol on there for their team. And he's got some, like, one of my favorite color blues type of hair. Spiky, like something exploded in his face. Well, Archie had blue hair, too. He did? To be fair. Oh, I couldn't oh, see it in my the bad. She also gave him an eight, so after oh. seeing the full picture, so. His fit was awesome. I liked the fit. This one's a little more simple, but it's like, it is almost like simple. goth. Too, so yeah, I can see that. I like it's it. Very, if it's his face, pasty as knee. Yeah, if it's if it's his face, white crybaby boy. Oh, yeah. He he looks like so. And I'm white for the listeners, so I'm allowed to say that. I, mm. I think honestly, I think love um, that for you. <laughs> yeah, let's not get into it. Um, but yeah, I like I like the color of his hair and the style. So I'd say he's a solid, solid. It's very minimalist, isn't it? Seven. We'll do a seven. No, we'll seven. do six. We'll do six. six. Yeah. Sounds more like it. Six and then two more sixes because he's oh. teamed up with the devil. Oh. <gasps> All right, moving on to Getz's and Team Plasma from the original Black and White. So this is my one and only and first and last ten out of ten. Uh, Getsis is a beast. He's a powerhouse. His team was difficult uh, as the, as the uh, kind of the final boss of the game. Uh, in, if you want to count him as uh, Team Plasma, he's awesome. He's uh, the very first, in my opinion, nuanced character in Pokemon. Uh, he's more of Getsis' pawn. Uh, 
getting people riled up, making them question uh, if it's right to own Pokemon, to use them, uh, all for just the goal of uh, power. Um, they're basically the PETA of the Pokemon world. They're, That's a really good description. Yeah, they're Pokemon uh, rights activists. That's too bad. With a leader who is uh, using, you know, good-willed people, good-intentioned people to just basically up his own power. PETA. Yeah, PETA. <laughs> That's really too bad. And he's got a badass design. He looks amazing. Yeah, he's but really we'll, cool. We'll get into that after Noah speaks, too, though, because... I think I'm going to give him the same as Giovanni, a 9 out of 10. I mean, he's just, oh, he's a really, really good villain. I love that when you first meet him in the second town you can get to, he's giving a speech. Right. I love that little rally that they have. I like that. reminds me of Donald Trump. Yeah. <laughs> he, he's definitely got that sort of pacifist route he's going for. He's very good with words. If this was a D&D oh, character, his charm would be like 20. <laughs> he would roll high on on persuasion and charm. If he okay. was a Skyrim character, his speech would be a hundred. <laughs> oh wow! Okay. Very interesting character. I think he's probably the only villain that I can think of who you only fight once in the entire game. If I'm correct, that's true. I think every Indeed. other villain you at least fight twice minimum. How mysterious! Um, in terms of story, I I think. The thing that I love the most about this villain group is I think they get the most hate from the region itself. Unlike a lot of other regions that are either not involved in the criminal world or just not doing anything about it, Unova is like on top of Team right. Plasma. Every single thing. Every single thing he does, the gym leaders are trying to counter it. As long with you as the main character. He steals a Dragonite skull believing that it's part of a prophecy for his plan, only to get it stolen back by us. <laughs> nice. He goes to a desert temple in search of something. I don't even think he finds it, if I'm correct. I think we find it for him. Right. What is it that he's searching for? I think Volcarona? he's looking for the black stone or oh. the white stone, depending on which one you're playing. Could be. Yeah. But it turns out the black or white stone is in the, like, where all the Pokemon are buried, right? The right. Memorial Tower or whatever. Oh, right, right. It actually is in the museum. One of them's in the museum and the other's in the mm -hmm. tower. So he could have got it when he got the Dragonite school? Right. I think he just was <laughs> maybe misinformed or, be, or the yeah. person he sent was just misinformed. <laughs> but he's a really, really cool person. I feel so bad for N because N his whole life has sort of looked up to him as a mentor. And right. more importantly, as a dad. Only yeah. for him to kind of say, use him. His dad, huh? I forgot yeah. about that. Not biologically, but still. No, that's Even though hurts. they both have green hair. It hurts even more when it's not biologically because it's like this is kind of the only person you can look to. Exactly. And for like... him to sort of toss him as just yes. uselessness, it's kind of... I love him more as a villain, but hate him more as a person. Exactly. Right. Okay. Right. Yeah, that's um, good. Like Seth said, he's got an amazing team. I remember no matter what starter I picked or what I had on my team, I lo I was losing some people on my team. That's for sure. Dang. Right. So. Yeah. He also fights you right after you fight N. I don't even. Do you get healed? I don't even remember. I think you do get healed. <laughs> I think I you do so. get healed. I think N heals you, right? right. To be fair. Right. But then it's still a tough fight. He's got a really cool Pokemon. One's immune to ground, by the way. <laughs> mm. So that's pretty cool. Right. 
Uh, I forgot to mention Inn's Castle was a really cool Love setting that. in the game, yeah. Probably my favorite. If we're going to rank favorite headquarters, my favorite. There's yeah. nothing more badass than having your headquarters be underneath the Elite Four. Uh, yes. <laughs> You're supposed to be kind of the superior leadership the council of the region. You go into this menacing <laughs> castle, and one of the rooms there is just, just like a kid's room with like a basketball hoop. Like slide, and it plays baby music. Yeah, it plays oh. baby music. Creepy though, it's like yeah. really creepy music, and mm-hmm. it's like it's a really great setting. There's like two ladies that maybe are his, you know, mistresses or something that raised in. Right, and wow. if you talk to some of the plasma like grunts, they like mention they're like uh, the past mistakes of Team Rocket, Team Galactic. They're like, like we're different than them. We have a cause that we're willing to fight for stuff like that i will say his motive compared to everyone else is probably the most tame to be honest because it seems like he just wants control yeah it doesn't seem like he's trying to blow up the planet or blow up the region control of what again the region i guess in a sense he's kind of like a giovanni in the sense that he he just wants to be the head figure of the region which is so cool because alder and the gym leaders are stopping him at every route so right him having control is a huge win for him. Well, you know, once you start somewhere, I doubt that high he's gonna get from being in control of the region. Yeah, it's I doubt not gonna it'll stop. settle. <laughs> I doubt he's gonna settle. So, I mean, he could want to control everything, but um, it's a gateway. <laughs> it's a, a gateway control. Gateway drug. Yeah, it's a gateway drug. But um. Now for the drip. The drip immediately a ten. I love it. So the he's like wearing this gigantic cloak and it has the He almost looks like a flasher, collar. doesn't he? Yeah. He's <laughs> <It's laughs> a fl- a giving bit. me flasher okay. vibes. All right. A little bit. Okay. Not going to lie. <laughs> but the collar is absolutely huge. It like it's almost as tall to like his It's like it reaches his nose. That's how tall the collar is and it like comes out almost like a gigantic bowl. See a little smile there but, too. Um, Oh yeah, it's like the when your dog goes there. to the kennel and they put that cone. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It looks vibe. like a cone for sure. And then he has three little floofs on his head. Two are like looks like his sideburns that are floofed back. Yes, his hair. Sorry. And then one on top of his head that kind of like floofs up, but to the side a little. He's got and that it's like quiff. a <laughs> like a like a light green color. Like a cowlick. And then what is this? He's got like a red monocle. But yeah, it's like I'm not really sure what that was, but it's badass. It looks cool. I don't know, yeah. As a kid, I almost thought he was eyeless on that side, but I guess it's just to um, zoom in, maybe, or that's something. That's what I was thinking, like a tech. Maybe the animation you know shows more. Because no, that, I but... could see his eye. If you look close enough, you could see his eye through it. Oh, yeah. Sorry, guys, we're looking at a picture for reference. But his cloak is like a really dark gray. Badass but you know, yeah, you know nice. those. Um, oh, that's a cane. I thought that was a sword. <laughs> It could be a sword, too. Okay. They're knights, so maybe. The pattern on the cape cloak thing is like, you know those trees that look like they have eyeballs? Mm, it's just like birch. all along it, but the... Oh, yeah, birch trees. But the eyeballs are like long vertically, and that's how they go down. Never it looks that. super cool. Almost looks like he's like a witch, yeah. almost. Yeah, and then he's got these gigantic like golden ring bracelets, two of them look like they glow almost i don't know but then his cane so his cane's like a big metal circle with like an x through it and then like a little shield symbol in the middle what is that is that 
That's the T of plasma. Yeah, the, the P from okay. plasma. PZ, okay. it looks like. So it's like black on the left side. I mean, black on the right side and white on the other side. Because that's his and philosophy. Then... He wants to bring truth and ideals together. Ooh. That's what the legendaries represent. That's fair. That's a lot. And just that little symbol. That's really cool. And then, so yeah, it's like it looks like a solid metal cane. <laughs> it's like a ball on the top that he hangs on to. And then, honestly, I thought it was a sword at first. But um, And then his shoes are sharp as hell like literally here <laughs> just it's like the pointy. most undetailed shoes out of his whole body yeah, <laughs> yeah they're very the sharp. designers were they were done at that point it's like black and it's like yeah it just goes to a point but very good design and you give it a 10 oh, yeah i give it a 10 all right sure. it's pretty epic i love it anyways moving on to team plasma from black two and white two the remnant team plasma and chorus you want to look up chorus for this one Okay. So <laughs> they're still pretty badass. They got ninjas going on now. They got uh, Colrus is a big nerd, but better nerd than Maxi. Uh, they freeze over a town. Maybe some fatalities there. They take over Kirim. They have a big fat blimp. Um, <laughs> but they kind of suffer from the same thing that Remnant uh, Remnant Rocket suffers from. They're Half their team is uh, looking for N. They're all in a little flurry. They're like, where is he? Where is he? And the other half, they kind of just are following Chorus. And then Chorus kind of doesn't even know what he wants either. Uh, he just wants to unlock Kiram's power or something. And then when he doesn't, he just dips. <laughs> uh, I mean, I guess he does for a little bit. He wants like the, the ultimate... He wants to unlock Pokemon's potential, right. but it's through any means, including possible death of the Pokemon. Right. Because he's a little nerd. He's like the ultimate scientist that takes it too far, in a sense. Exactly. Uh, not a big fan mm -hmm. of Polaris. Uh, not, not a big, big fan of these Team Plasmas. They have a lot of the same good qualities as uh, the originals do. I love Black 2 and White 2 probably more so than Black and White. But uh, I said, even so, uh, seven out of ten. Hmm. Okay. I think I'm gonna give him probably a two out of ten. <gasps> to be honest, Dang. he's doesn't really show up that much in the story. I mean, I guess I'll start with the pro, a mega pro with him. Is he's pretty badass because at the very end when you defeat him, he kind of just disbands Remnant Plasma. Yeah. And Getsis is so furious that he lent him all the remaining money, all the remaining funding, and all the remaining manpower of what's left of Team Plasma, only for Colrez to basically use it for his own experiment and not what Getsis wanted. Getsis has been outcasted from Unova at this point. Yeah, he, So he's, he's really kind of putting him. all his marbles in Colrez's hand, or all his eggs in Colrez's basket, mm, okay. only mm -hmm. for Colrez to sort of abuse the manpower and wealth to his need only to just quit at the end basically right. wow that's right other than that i don't really remember much about him his team is mostly steel types which can be countered pretty easily in pokemon um he does make a pretty cool laser that turns a uh, olypiad city or whatever to yeah, ice yes that's that's Ooh. the only part i remember really well that was, was pretty cool. Part. He turned the whole city to ice? He turned it to ice to test the power, because that's his thing. Damn. When you first meet him, I kind of knew he was the villain, because he's talking about, like, pushing Pokemon right. to the limit. Mm -hmm. But for him, that means... 
possibly <laughs> losing the Pokemon in the process. The the NASCAR game for PS4. <laughs> if people have been listening <laughs> this long, uh, they don't mind. I'm sure I you're know. fine. I'm sure All we've right. made a few sounds that we don't remember. But, but I would say, in my closing statement, he's not that memorable. He's kind of boring. And I don't know. I, I just feel like... I, I like his... When he appears in Unova, as kind of like... I don't know, an anti-hero, I guess. He appears in Unova. He, like, gives you an item, and he's just like, peace. <laughs> right. I kind of like okay. that. Like, the cameo. Oh, in Alola? Yeah. Yeah. But his role that. in like he's not Black and White 2 is just... I find it very boring. But what about... Okay, but what about this rooster hair? Okay, well, what about that long He's doing the Internet Explorer cosplay. <laughs> he weighs me got a basic white coat. Yeah, Lab coat. it's gigantic. Those so, pockets, though, on the side. All right, we're, critique, we're critiquing the drip officially right now. And um, his hair is too yellow. <laughs> okay. He's got some white gloves, though. That's that's kind of cool. I kind of like the... See, you got the turtleneck style again. Mm-hmm. I do kind of like it, though. I like the black and then the blue trim sort of around it. And then it goes all the way down his body. And then it kind of, like... <laughs> goes like to a point like a triangle and it goes, oh yeah basically it really almost looks like an arrow That's with the clo- yeah. it's kind of like an ang cosplay but like groin like... level right <laughs> sexy ang oh i'm gonna just get a tattoo if ang was of age of course <laughs> also oh, is he wearing course. leggings again like everyone else. so it looks like he's wearing some black tight <laughs> oh, let's look at his oh, that's a, actually an updated design from Sam. Oh, yeah. yeah, that is. That's when he comes back. I would say that's oh. a cooler design than he's okay, typing so on I'm... his little iPads that are connected to his sleeve. It almost gives me a Star Wars vibe, kind of. Like an Imperial Star design. Wars vibe. Yeah. Yeah, he's got like the Buzz Lightyear arms with all the buttons, and you can speak into it. And then they even added texture on the inside of his freaking oh, cloak. Yeah. It looks like, like a... Like ice packs. <laughs> like, sort of How like did I cloth. forget like patchwork almost he's got some like tapping shoes tap dance looking shoes when you mentioned the imperials and star wars mm-hmm. that reminded me of uh <laughs> the speech uh in team galactic mm-hmm. when they're all crowded in the room mm-hmm. and it looks like hitler the headquarters right yeah in the headquarters. Oh, what? and they're all there they all look like nazis no <laughs> forgot about that they don't get any extra points for that but i just <laughs> wanted to bring that up well, that's very fitting because the next okay. villain team is French Nazis. Oh, snap. So what's your score for Chorus? So, yeah, honestly, I, I kind of like his drip, I'm not going to lie. Um, but it's not... It's going to be like a six. Six for Chorus. Yeah. It's not the best. I think maybe his, five. Let's do five. Sorry. Five. His Let's later one's five. pretty cool looking, yeah, but he's not really like... a villain at that point. So yeah. I'm giving. I think I'm giving everyone a little bit. This too gives high. me like a robe vibe. Like he could tie it. That's true. Yeah, in the back, it looks like there's actually lab coats are. like two. It looks like there's almost two of them. Oops. Right there. See oh, in the back. I see. Oh, that's it's like one design. long one. There's like a small one on top, and then the other one like drags really long behind him, sort of like a. He could be a flasher. Again, again, this one looks even more like a flasher coat. (laughs) (laughs) That's for sure. Yeah, I rate the fit a six. Yeah. 
All right, this next one better get a good uh, fit rating, otherwise he failed himself. <laughs> okay. Wow. Lysander and Team Flair. So right. Lysander is, uh, his goal is the stupidest, one of the stupidest I've ever heard. He wants the world I to would be agree. more beautiful, so he takes oh Eveltol or, e- or Xerneas, the legendary of X and Y, <laughs> and he wants to uh, summon a beam of energy that will probably just destroy all life, so what the fuck is this guy's deal? It's a little more than that, though. I thought Kalos had, like, a world-ending war, they did. and he found out about it, so he's going right. to use the same weapon to achieve his goal, basically. So right, but last time they used that world-ending weapon... He killed everyone. He killed everything. <laughs> Almost everything. So he said, if the world can't be beautiful, then I won't be able to. Then I'm not going to see it be ugly. I guess. Just kill everybody. It's, I feel like it's, it's kind of more than that, though. It's like... It's, no, I don't know. They just be dramatic like that, though. I don't know. He He's so infatuated with beauty, but it's like... He gives me serial killer vibes, you know what I mean? I could see it in the outfit, but... I don't care for... For his motives at all. Yeah. Uh, I think... Wanna be Cyrus. Hot take. I really mm-hmm. like Team Flair, the actual grunts design. I like their little glass sunglasses. I think they are stripped out pretty well. Okay. Yeah. Other than that, though, their motives are dumb. They're, uh... They blow up a big hole, and that's all they accomplish. Pretty much. Yeah. Epic. And his, when he has like this Doctor Octopus type like thing on his back at one point. Oh yeah. Doesn't someone like, comment like, "Why do you look like that in the game?" <laughs> yeah, it's just out of nowhere. Damn, that's just, oh, oh yeah, see, right there. Oh. Yeah, with these weird little. He does like a Spider-Man cosplay at yeah. the very end. Okay. And that's he has a Mickey Gyarados, which makes I don't think that makes any sense. That's pretty epic. I like that. Honestly. He's the clear villain from the moment that you see him. <laughs> He's yeah, just, that conversation is so... The music changes. He has this weird menacing voice. He has that fire hair. Okay, the glasses, though. And then uh, you leave, and you're like, oh, yeah, that's the villain. And then the champion's just like, <laughs> but I wonder if his intentions are well or not, or something like that. Yeah. And you're like, oh, yeah. You go to, like, a coffee <laughs> house, because it's a French region, so they have coffee houses everywhere. And he's mm-hmm. having a conversation with, like, you're beautiful. Don't you always want to be beautiful? And then she's like... But part of being an actor is, as I get older, I can play new roles. Yeah. And he's just kind of like, well, Ew. if it was up to me, beauty would exist at all times Whatever. or something like that. Ooh, <laughs> and it's okay. just like, I don't like when they reveal the villain that early. Like, right? yeah. It's so early, too. <laughs> it's, it's like the joy of it is getting it kind of dropped on you. I guess technically you Cyrus is, because you meet him in Mount Coronet. Yeah. Right? So technically you kind of get the vibe, something's wrong with this dude that you're meeting early right. on, but... So anyways, I give him a 5 out of 10. 5. Half. Five. And half of it is just their badass design, except for the Doc Doc cosplay. I don't really care for that. Which, I now like that I see it, it's not even Doc Doc. He has, like, little bugs flying around him. Robot yeah, bugs. I don't quite understand what they're it's like, supposed to be. They're, like, connected to him. They're, like, on a leash. He's just taking his pet flies. It's just weird because you fight him like that. And then he loses, and then you do something in the headquarters, and he just shows up like yeah. that. <laughs> Maybe they had more. I feel like a lot of X and Y got scrapped, and they just worked with what they had, and they forgot to uh, take out some design that maybe would have made sense in their original plan. Yeah. Like maybe these things and were supposed to neutralize the legendary and like tame it in his presence or something. 
Could be, yeah. So what do you think of the drip? Oh. He didn't read oh, it Oh, I'm yet. sorry. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I think he's going to be pretty low for me. I'm going to say maybe a three. <gasps> Team Flare. Lower. Even lower. Wow. You don't really see Team Flare that much in the region as a whole. You don't. I feel like the the his admins, I don't even remember any of them. I I do remember one. They're all like scientists, aren't they? Yeah. Mm-hmm. One big Played guy out. with the bald, big bald guy. Played out, but I guess you have to be a scientist. His somewhat headquarters is pretty epic. It's like built in a rock, which is kind of cool. Yeah, like the Stonehenge. It's like built into the Stonehenge. Okay. Um, He ends up blowing that into a giant hole. Other than that, I don't know. I mean, again, his his whole introduction is just it's so cliche. He gives me Cyrus wannabe vibes of wanting to restart (laughs) the world, but just in his case, beautiful. I That's think like, there is another villain who does it better. We'll yeah, get we'll get to that. Okay. So what do you rate him again? You I think I'm going to give him a three. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I just His team is so boring. He goes for beautiful Pokemon. So his team is mostly Pokemon that just look aesthetically nice, but combat-wise are pretty bad. <laughs> pretty, oh, okay. Right. Okay. So. And then a Mega Gyarados for no reason. <laughs> yeah. Very strange. Just for flexing. But honestly, his drip, I really like it. I like it especially in this one because it looks like really shiny. Like it's a different material. It's sleek. Yeah, exactly. Sleek. It looks very nice. It's you just a... want to spin him over and slap him right in the ass. Oh. The sleek ass. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. It's as soon as I saw him, immediately I could not stop thinking of AutoZone. AutoZone? Oh, he just looks oh, like. Oh, like the jumpsuit? He's yeah, everything about him. He's is giving, giving me a lion vibes. Vibe. Hey, he the hair is going for that. The hair is all you know, yeah, stretched out, flared out like a lion. He's flared even got out, like a said. little <laughs> team flare, a little mohawk, yeah. And then he's got like this black suit. It's like a with, blazer. <laughs> yeah, a blazer, and then he's got a uh, some really bright matching orange to his hair trim, and then he's got little pocket flaps that are also orange. Um, looks pretty cool. It's like a dark gray suit. You know what I realize? It looks almost military-like, doesn't it? A little bit. Maybe like Russian military because mm-hmm. of all Russian. the, the oh, fluffiness, you know? It looks a little German up. too, though, no? Like the lines on the pants that go all the way down. Maybe. France's enemy. <laughs> Makes sense. But, um, is that his hair or is that like a like a different type of tie? It's kind of oh, weird. Yeah, I like, like that. Uh, I don't know what they're called, but an ascot yeah an ascot an ascot i think that is what it's called yeah an ascot they also got like a, a fur coat okay i like it though i like it so i'm gonna give he's his chilly. whole style oh he's got some black shoes on too some black uh, black boots maybe so his whole style i would rate um seven seven eight eight Eight. It's pretty. It's pretty. Clean. He got a pretty good style. He's he pretty really slender too, isn't he? Face. Never really realized that. He's got yeah, a little bit of curve. Yeah, I was picturing him bigger, but he's got a little bit of curve. He's probably got yeah. chest hair. Yeah. Yeah. I do want to Very mention good, yeah. one thing yeah. before we move on to the next one. One thing I do like about him because I did kind of trash him a lot <laughs> is I like that he's a CEO of a company and 
I've been commenting on this on every villain with like whether the region is aware that they're a villain or not and how they're trying to stop him. In this case, Kalos loves him. They like Lysander Kor. Right. They like what he does for the region. They like the power he that he's introduced. Right. throughout the game. Okay. Use his little, whatever, his little FaceTime. So oh, I do appreciate... X and Y. I do appreciate sort of the double life he's living, where he's sort of this beloved celeb CEO, kind of Elon Musk character, right? Mm. But underneath, he's yeah. planning for the region to be destroyed. Okay. <laughs> like, wow. We have someone very similar to that. Spoiler mm. alert. Coming up, but not not right now. Right now, yeah. we're on Guzma and Team Skull. All right. Originally, when the trailers dropped for Team Skull for Sun and Moon, <laughs> I was like, this is stupid. I hate this. Why can't they oh, figure out awesome. that that's not what we want? <laughs> but the original Sun and Moon story reveals a greater threat and a greater antagonist later on and reveals them to be sort of a joke the whole time. Uh, they managed to take over their own city, though. <laughs> They're kind of. Spoiler kinda... alert. What? We've been spoiling, like, yeah, every spoiled. Pokemon yeah. game so far. <laughs> okay. Oh. Okay. They're just gangsters. Okay. was just a little uh, troubled child yeah. that, uh, you know, went down the wrong path. He's got a cool uh, bug-type like bug team. He's got Goliosapod as his, his ace. Uh, I really like Team School. I like their, their punk vibe. So I'm giving them an 8 that I'm actually not going to keep at 8. I'm updating it to a 9 because they're punk. They're badass. Oh, okay. So 9 out of 10 for Team Skull. All right. Guzma, for me, is going to be a 9 out of 10. For real? I love Guzma a lot. Really? I think he's probably one of my favorite (laughs) villains because he's just a really lovable character. He is. I like that. He's got bug types on his team. As someone who loves the bug type, I think he's pretty cool. I like that. I don't know. I think that he's such an interesting character because he doesn't seem to be that villainous. Right. He seems to be on the outside. He wants to be like this hard brick, but he like is so loving to the team school members. Oh, and he's, he's so loving to his side. admins. He's got such a soft side. Okay. Right. And there's I a like house that. that you can visit. You could visit his childhood house. Yeah. It's like a swing set. And like you could tell he was a... He comes from a good home. Yeah, he's from a good home. He's Why like, he's so like a star child. He gives me the vibe of the kid who comes from a good home, but like is trying so hard to be... Hard? Yeah. <laughs> yeah I like Like, that. like maybe home. he was too protective. I like that. Or his parents were too protective over him, so... Oh, uh, so now he wants to be like you know, the like total people, opposite. You know how like some people, they're protective, but then when they get to a certain age, they like do drugs and they do alcohol and oh, all yeah? that stuff. He kind of yeah. gives me that vibe. Like he's a yeah. frat party guy that kind of <laughs> just go, unleashes. Party guy, for sure. His origin story is pretty sad. He basically failed the Alolan trials, and as a result of his failure, instead of just retrying, he kind of just committed to right. being a failure. Mm. It's a really interesting story. I love him a lot as a character, because I, like, I feel like his motive is everyone is calling me a failure, so I'm just going to be a failure. Aww. You know what I mean? I know people that think that way too. That sucks. He's just being the role of what everyone thinks he is when he's really not. I will say this, his tattoos are fake, so a little cringe. No! Fake tattoos is a little cringe, in my opinion, in real life, so in this game. 
I didn't know that. I can't even tell <laughs> what his tattoo off. is, but it looks cool. It's purple. Even the admin, the female admin, what's her name? Peony or something. Oh, right, yeah, yeah. Her tattoos, she has, like, tattoos, but then when you meet her post-game, they're all gone. Yeah. I forgot she, she had to wash them off real quick. I forget her name. I don't remember her name. Unless she's, she's named after a flower. Plumeria, maybe? Is that her name? Yeah, I think it's, like, <laughs> that's that's sounds about right. Yeah, something like that. Pluma. But, yeah. And you know what? His house has a lot of awards in his bedroom, so mm-hmm. he's yeah. not really that much of a failure, to be honest. I think he's just hard on himself. Maybe he wants to be successful outside of his parents' house. Maybe to his parents, they're perfectionists, so losing the trials uh-huh. in a way meant losing them. Damn. He actually helps you along your way because he gives you buginium. Right? Yeah. Buginium. Well, you steal he... it from his chest, oh, yeah, right? you take it from him, yeah. <laughs> he has a whole horde of them, though. You won't notice. I think the only thing that I wish I could learn more about is what happened to Poe Town and why did they take over it? Because Poe Town kind of gives me Attack on Titan vibes with like the high walls. Right. I just wonder what happened to it. Where is it? I feel like it was abandoned to begin with. Really? It was so like beautiful though. It was like mansions everywhere in the property. Yeah. Maybe. I I don't feel like, I feel like teams, because like the police station is right next to it. But but then again, the police leader, the dark yeah equivalent gym leader what are they called cojones or whatever cojones, yeah he's kind of like he just kind of lets things yeah, slide so i wonder <laughs> if he even cares if, if guzma took over i don't think he would let uh people let this team steal everyone's house do you think it was like residential out? property that was in construction and they kind of just moved in Could as been, yeah. what's the term what's what's it called when someone moves into a Squatters. Yeah. Like they kind of just squatted. True. It could have been that, yeah. <laughs> I feel like it would be something like that, because they're kind of like, they're kind of sad like that, but mm-hmm. that's why I love them. Because the Pokemon Center got turned off, though, if I remember correctly, because yeah. they weren't paying or whatever. And... They do They do still heal your Pokemon, you know, they just charge you. And there's a spin nut in there. I remember that. Oh, yeah. And you can buy a shirt post-game. I didn't know that. So you're reading for him as a nine? I like him a lot. Yeah, he's a cool character. Okay. Close to a ten, but they're not, they're not antagonist worthy. He's a little unhinged yeah. too, because when you beat him, he kind of like grabs his yeah. head. So, but I not like as unhinged as all the other villains. No. Okay. There's like, like a sliding scale. Of I don't unhinged. Think, I don't think he has what it takes to take over the world. Yeah. <laughs> I like the unhinged. He's a bit of a poser, I would say, if right. anything. Character. Um. So onto the drip. I was never, I'm never a fan of, like, the gigantic, you know, gold bling sort of jewelry, but he does have this nice, like, jacket he's wearing over it, which it look it looks like it's got, like, the collar kind of looks fuzzy, almost. He doesn't have a turtleneck. He does not have a turtleneck, so that's, that's cool. it's a hoodie, isn't it? Yeah, it's got is a it hoodie. technically is a it, hoodie. Is it a hoodie? Okay, because it comes out a lot like a collar in the front, but I can't <laughs> right. see the back. And then down his arm, it's like a short sleeve. It cuts like right above his elbow, but it's like a white strip with like a black zigzag that goes down the strip. I love that. He's got apparently a fake tattoo <laughs> on his left arm, the purple one. And the zigzag, the white behind it, goes all the way down the rest of the jacket. Then he's got some, he's got a black and white bracelet. So his whole theme is black and white. White hair, scruffy, cool. His glasses his glasses are awesome it's like the built-in Dwayne the Rock Johnson look in the glasses <laughs> winky face glasses. it's like yeah almost it's like one of them 
Or I guess it's kind of, yeah, no, it's definitely the rock face, I feel like. <laughs> but um, he's got kind of a punk look, that's for sure. And he's got like a white tank top under. Love the pants. It's like these black sweatpants that get like tighter around the ankles, but it's got like a white X in the front, like right under the knees. And it looks like, um, looks like he's been on his knees quite a bit. They're oh. like white. <laughs> oh, yeah, and I scruffed never noticed up. that. They're pretty scruffed up. With some white Is high it tops. just like highlights or coloring? Shade? Or it's a little faded right there. Maybe, maybe it's like we ripped. Is it supposed to be like ripped maybe? Like ripped jeans? Oh, he's really been on his knees then. Yeah, praying. Yeah. Okay. Praying, yeah. He's all right. For a better life. Of course. Of course, right. And then the white high tops <laughs> again. I only I just like realized that. he's got like streetwear fit. Yes. Kind of is what he's rocking. Yes, and that's what I love. Skater vibes is what I'm getting. Yep, punk skater too. vibes. Love it. Nine love out of ten. A little edgy, but not too Considering 10 out of 10, but I don't think I'll go there. 9 style, out of 10. Style, style, honestly, 9.5. Nice. 9. Well, this region has two out. villains, so we actually have a second one we're going to show you. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Look up uh, Lusamine. Lusamine and the Aether Foundation, the real villains of the story. So Lusamine is definitely unhinged. Yep. She's obsessed. She's a perfectionist. And oh, she drove okay. away her daughter. Yeah. And her son. And her son, Gladion, <laughs> yeah. Gladion ends up uh, getting in with the wrong crowd, too, with Team Skull, I believe, right? Yeah. And Lily ends up uh, taking a Pokemon away from their facility because of probably some crazy shit that Lusamine was going to do to it. Oh, they both take a Pokemon, huh? She one takes, takes Noel. Right. And the other one, yeah, Noel and Cosmolic. Nebby. And uh, yeah, she she ends up being so unhinged that at one point she ends up fusing with Neo Lego oh, Pokemon yeah. and Yeah, she's she's psycho. Yeah. She's a real big psycho energy, but that's what I like. But unfortunately they're not as lovable as Guzma and Team School, so seven out of ten. Don't show me that. <laughs> she's pretty cool. I think I'm gonna give her and the Ather Foundation an eight out of ten. Eight out of ten. I think, for me, it was hard in Alola because Team Skull doesn't really do anything. So when you finally realize that the Ather Foundation is the villain, it's like gets really exciting and it gets really tense. And I I think it's even cooler because much like Team Flare, she's beloved by the entire region, and there's right. sort of this Pokemon conservatory PETA esque vibe where they rescue Starmie and Staryu's, and definitely. they rescue Cloisters and Corsolas that are being eaten by Marinis and so forth. Definitely comes right. off as very sweet and caring and stuff. She's definitely a material girl, I'd say. She's definitely very materialistic. Right. Um, she's got this weird, creepy room with all these frozen Pokemon yeah. in it. Yeah. She's got kind of a Lysander-esque sort of thing she's trying to do about, you know, preserving beauty, beauty at yeah. any extent. That's her mm-hmm. weird. Her whole mantra is those that are not worth, those that are not beautiful are not worthy of her love. It's right. kind of her thing. So she's Wait, got. So she said that about her own kids. Well, she then? said that about her son because her son was rebellious. So then he left, sad. and then. She was trying to control her daughter. I think one thing I do love about her, spoiler alert, at the very, very end when you defeat her, she tells Lily, her daughter, for the first time, 
when did you start becoming so beautiful? And I think that was such a beautiful character development and line. Because up until then, they didn't really have a mom and daughter relationship. Right. It was a CEO, public figure, and just kind of her plaything daughter. Right. And, I uh, she's epic. Her team is badass. It's almost entirely fairy types, which wreck almost any other type. Right. Ooh. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah, she's cool. I like her a lot. I think she's a pretty interesting character. In terms of her motives, I don't really get the motives with the Ultra Beast. I think other than maybe Team Flare, her motives suck pretty bad. I think it's similar to They're Team Flare. They're very boring. Wanting something beautiful, something... To last forever. Yeah, unlike anything other... I don't know. She's definitely psychotic. She's also got this weird thing she always says, how she's she's a mother, and she, she has this need to, like, cradle everything and right. herd everything. But she does it in such a demeaning and disgusting way that it just dehumanizes everyone. Right. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I feel bad it's... for her. I feel bad for all the villains, but her in particular... And they do they do demote her in Ultra Sun Ultra Moon. I know you haven't played those ones, but um, she's less antagonistic, and the story suffers from it. She's opinion. more like CEO, isn't she? Yeah. Than villain. She never goes on full psycho like she does in Sun and Moon, which <laughs> I didn't really like. I thought it was a stronger story. I love all the Ultra Beast stuff in Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon, but the villains. They, yeah. Because uh, the new villain is Necrozma. That's why. So she had to step aside. What do you think of the drip? <laughs> Wait, what did you rate it? I'm going to rate her... I gave Guzma a 9 out of 10. Yes. So I'm going to give her a 7 out of 10. Is that that's fair? I she loses nine, 3 so. points because I think her motives are just not what I want in a story. Mm. But she has a really, really cool team. She's very difficult to fight. It's like really epic when she reveals she's the villain because up until then I didn't even expect her to be the villain I just thought she was this weird CEO who just has like all this money it is interesting though because how comments on how she looks like Lily so then you're like oh that's weird why would he say that right. she related to Lily right. Lily doesn't want to go to the Atha Foundation to her either so alright <clears throat> so the drip so she's got this blonde hair and green eyes with like a white dress basically she's like a but popular girl <laughs> she definitely looks like that yeah she's got this like necklace looking thing but except it like opens up in the middle of her neck it's, it's like kind a, of like it oh. like wraps around almost but it doesn't finish all the way it actually right. looks really cool and then she's got this gigantic <laughs> emerald looking it's like a pendant isn't it yeah like a huge pendant and then um, the white dress sort of blends into the top layer, which is like a yellow, like a lacy sort of look. And it's a short skirt. And then the tights are all white with like black on each side of the legs. And it looks like it blends right into the shoes too. It's hard to tell what the shoes are. It's a high heel. Because her battle scene is literally her like walking. Okay. <laughs> okay, yeah. She gives me step on me mommy vibes. Yep. That's for sure. <laughs> oh my god. No <laughs> If only. Who said that? Oh. Okay. And Milk. um Step so her um Jesus Christ and Mary too. 
Can you it's me? like those videos where girls step on fruit with high heels. That's the vibe I'm getting from her. Oh, please. Like, imagine a banana and her just stepping on the banana. Oh. You guys are going to have to stop. Oh. I'm just trying to talk about her. <laughs> guys. All right. Last but the thing high I heel need goes to talk through about. the banana. <laughs> <laughs> through the peel, too? It's unpeeled. Oh. <laughs> I think I think they should do it with the peel too. Oh, they take off the peel because if she stepped on the banana peel, she would just slip and fall, right? Right. Okay. She's sorry. not trying to get a neck injury. Right. right. Nobody wants to see that. Okay. So, last but not least is her huge, gigantic hair. It's super mm. long, past her knees a little bit. It's like chopped, chopped right over her her head. You could barely see both of her eyes. And it's like chopped again. There's like four different chops. Kind of emo, it's, isn't it? Yeah, Even though it's pretty. blonde, it's very emo. Yeah. It's like chopped outward and then chopped inward and then outward and then inward again. Like each layer. It's it's kind of crazy. I think she has something on the back of it too, doesn't she? She's got like a crystal on the back. <clears throat> oh, yeah. In this picture, kind of. Oh. <laughs> She's kind of got like a pendant thing going on behind her. I kind of, I kind of seen it. This? What version is that? Is that real? Fan art, probably. Oh, okay. <laughs> Let's not look at the fan art. Oh, what was we, that? We won't talk about that, but that's Whoa. basically her when she fuses with right. the... Oh, that's right. I love the black hair, yeah, by the way. Oh, Ursula yeah. vibes. Okay, now when she's fused, honestly, it's just the... And there are... Wait, what does she fuse with? Is it an ultra... It's a Pokemon, beast? an ultra beast, Neo ultra Lego. Beast. It's a poison rock type. And that I like how they're... Is badass. I like how there's repercussions afterwards, uh, after they save her and stuff, mm-hmm. and Lily explains how she needs to go to Kanto, because she heard rumors of someone who had fused with the Pokemon before, and uh, that person is likely Bill, the one who turned himself into a Pokemon and turned himself back. Whoa. Doesn't he turn into a Pikachu and Leaf Green, but then a Clefairy and Fire Red? Yeah, they change it around, I think. They, what they the didn't heck? decide. But yeah. Hmm. We won't talk about that one though, but, because we're running on an hour and fifty-three minutes. Oh, I almost oh wish gosh. you could fight her in Pokemon form, but she actually uses her own team. I agree. Oh, yeah. oh, that, that would have been cool. What's the point then? Huh? Okay. Well, I give her outfit honestly like a two. Two. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Not She's fun. the only female villain, by the way, might I add, up until this point. Yeah, and they did. Other than Agatha oh, yeah. from That's Remnant Rocket. Right. But That's like as a leader, team leader. Yeah, you're right. That's very sad. And you give her a two? Yeah. Well, they gave her a shitty outfit. <laughs> it don't look that bad. But... She's very decadent, isn't she? Um, decadent. Yeah. I'd say when she's fused with the Ultra Beast, yeah. Oh. <laughs> I think she's a little more decadent. That way. Yeah, look at that. All right. Yeah. That's awesome. I like She's it. got like purple feet and it like blends up like an oh, ombre yeah. up to a black from her knees. It's very cool. Imagine those stuff on you. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Okay. All right. Honestly though. Last but very not least, Sword and Shield's very own mm. Team Yell. No. And uh, their mm. leader is Pierre, the seventh gym leader. Okay, uh, thanks for they are also punk, I guess. 
but wannabe punk. I hate their design. Oh, like they have me. no motives. Uh, Pierre and Marnie, the their leaders, I suppose, the people they're following around, they are. Uh, they don't even want Team Yellow causing the trouble that they cause. So they're doing. They're getting in your way. They're bothering you for no reason. Their designs are stupid. Uh, I'm gonna give them a one out of ten. Uh, I like Marnie. I like Pierre, but I wish they would just tell their team their little followers, their toxic fan base, to just chill out, quit getting in my way, mind their own business. But they don't. And they could, but they don't. Period. So, actually, it's not 1 out of 10, because they really could have uh, done something about this. It's a 0 out of 10. Oh. They don't get anything. I'm no going to have to refrain Dang. from my vote, because I had never played Sword and Shield, but... Well, why don't you and Alyssa judge the design? Okay. All right. You immediately no. No? Really? Is it immediately no for me? Cruella DeVille? I don't know. Honestly, everything The shorts besides... are really disgusting. It's giving me, like, he's he's kind of giving like me the flasher biker. vibes. Well, well, you know what? Vibes. Wait, pause for a second. We're, we're discussing villainous teams, and this guy's not even a villain. He's just a gym leader. Yeah. So He oh, kind of looks okay. like he's wearing briefs. Well, you guys need to okay. judge. Like, well, underwear. And that's like it. That's just, just wearing it. I like the f- the f- or Pierre's ev- everything or about him is. besides the fit. I guess. His I mean, he's drip, got kind of he cool hair. Yeah, he doesn't have a great drip. This is what you guys are actually. Judging. <sighs> yeah, I don't okay. know. There's something about the belly button being exposed that's just it's not me... it. The girl is is better. Is more punk looking. Yeah. They got the uh, the poster. You could tell, but. When you look at both of them together, they look like uh, Trump supporters. They look like uh, yeah, alt-right. I'm kind of getting weeb vibes from them. <laughs> Lolly. They look like they smell. Oh, like B.O. Oh, gosh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I can see that. That's true. Something about the skirt um, with, like, the torn Yeah, they did leggings And, like, the shackles at their feet is like kind of creepy. What is he holding? What is that? It's a horn. It's like a double, double horned trumpet thing. Yeah. <laughs> I, like I like the, the face. Zigzagoon. I like the face makeup. Oh yeah, me too. Galarian Zigzagoon. Galarian Zigzagoon is cool. I like it too. So you can't go wrong with black I don't know. and white. I just, honestly. I don't like the belly button. I just, I'm not into it. I love the belly buttons. <laughs> no, it, it kind of gives me a crop top vibe almost if he wasn't so round. <laughs> But I like the cuffs and the ankles and the wrists and the chokers. It looks like the he tore his hips. sleeves off. Yeah, he probably did. Like too. it looks like he bought an extra, extra, like large, tore the sleeves off, and then like. His mom probably got really mad at him for tearing the sleeves off too. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know the age of these people. They look kind of old to be <laughs> yeah, honest. Yeah, to well, that's my point. Kids, to that's... be obsessed with this little girl. I realized how close I was to the mic, and I saw, look at how much it spiked up. <laughs> Jeez. I Sorry. don't really like the don't ass belt either. Like, if you're going to wear a belt, wear a belt, but don't wear it by, like, yeah, the ass belt, height. Yeah, the belt is That is true. I never horrible. noticed that. I prefer not to look at these guys his, for too long. His belt looks like his ass is flat for sure. How do he you like, keep your pants up, belt? He's just got tights on. Just really tight pants. If he bends pants. over, you're seeing it. You're seeing a Facebook. Oh ass. yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's like those one You're guys. You're getting a Facebook. Those one, I, 
those ones guys that like bend over and you just see like ass crack and <laughs> classic plumber look i like it i really like the face makeup i think the face makeup is probably my favorite part yeah. honestly i mean the stadiums are based on like else? soccer right so most people yeah i guess so. paint. oh hey makes sense. Foot- i didn't think football. about that okay so um i only oh, like football how's that that's good that's awesome i think you should do it again Oi, football mate. How's that? How's the mate? Also good. Add it to it. Added more character. Hopefully Love it. we don't right, you guys offend all so our Australian Zero? fans. Yeah, I'm um, not into it. Only like the cuffs and face the face paint, paint can't honestly. save you from this. But I'm going to probably give them a two. I think the only thing I like is the They're girls' leggings. Fun, the leggings it's... are cute. But other than that, everything else is kind of ugly. You know what? I'm a, I'm gonna do a four. It kind of looks like they're wearing sorry. Mario boots. Yeah, I'm gonna do a four just because I like the energy and it's very loud and I, I it like it punk, for that reason. But I it's like too punk. punk. Like but yeah, she looks nice because she looks like the age that you would be to be following someone like that. But the male <laughs> version just nah. he looks too old. He is. I just hate definitely. that those are the only two characters, and you just see millions of them throughout yeah, the game. That is the big thing. Yes, yeah. those I two could have been admins, and mm-hmm. they could have had a better yeah. design. Which they could have It's kind of their value. Cringe to see. True. Alright, well that does it for the villainous teams in Pokemon. Uh, we have everything scored out. Uh, Splendid. My top uh, top top dog was Getsis and Team Plasma. Alyssa, yours was also Getsis and Team Plasma. And I think Noah, yours was also Getsis and Team I think Plasma? Guzma mm-hmm. and Getsis, I think, were my two highest. Yeah, they're correct. both nine. Yeah, that's correct. Guzma mm-hmm. and okay. Getsis. Nice. Okay. Ten out of ten. Yours was 9 out of 9. Mine's 10 out of 10. Yours is 10 out of 10. But yeah, to make a good Pokemon game, you need a good villain. Good That's part true. of the story. They so. gotta have some good drip. I'm sort of hoping Scarlet and Violet will hopefully have a good villain. Hopefully yeah. as well. And I want to see a Pokemon villain, not a human villain. I want to see an actual Pokemon villain. An evil Pokemon. Mm. And in the Mystery Dungeon, you have that. That's true. But I don't Maybe know. Maybe one day we'll rank those. Is it is it one of those Team ones school? that are like only bad because they're controlled by something else though, or are they just naturally? No, bad? I want one that's just evil by nature. Just naturally. Which there yeah. are, there are some that come other, close. All but the I other want one ones. That's undoubtedly, the villain. Yes. I mean, I guess the original Team Skull was Skunk Tank was bad, but they're <laughs> kind of softies at heart towards the end. So right. Because the only Pokemon that I've ever seen actually go bad is because they're like controlled by something yeah. or something is off about them. You know, it's not is like team legit. Is considered bad on their own? I guess so, right? They're kind yeah. of just violent. <laughs> I think uh, Team Rocket anime Meowth. Oh. I think he's bad on his own. Conscious. But oh, he's got a good heart though, of. right? He does, kind yeah. Of. Yeah, but he's he's just as bad as Jesse not, James. Not as as much. Not what you're looking for. There's that, actually. I see what you mean. There's actually a scene in one of the original episodes where, it's like an interesting episode where it's all Pokemon and they like talk. Mm-hmm. And there's like subtitles, and uh, Ekans and Arbok are like, "We're not bad." Uh, not Ekans and Arbok. Ekans and Coffin. Mm-hmm. 
Like, we're not bad. We just do bad things because our trainers are bad. Yeah. And Meowth says, I don't know what you guys are talking about. I'm just bad. <laughs> <laughs> he's a bit of a prankster, though, yeah. I feel like. Yeah, he's silly. So anyway, yeah. that's the episode. Uh, follow the show on uh, on Instagram, uh, Seth Atari Pod. And you can listen on Spotify. Listen on Spotify. I'm trying to get on other stuff right now. Uh, they just haven't got back to me yet because they don't like me. Uh, it's a work in progress. Subscribe mm-hmm. to Seth Atari. Watch uh, Luigi's Mansion recreated in Minecraft. Uh, get it more go. views. Uh, like the comment that says mine's better. Let's get that guy a bunch of likes. Go to his channel. Subscribe to him too. Uh, let's say anything. Um, nothing. Nothing really so far. But then what I've been saying. Um, if you guys have me on any social media, just press me to make more art. And uh, so I can do that because I have these shirts. I still need to run through the washer, see if the ink stays. But um, other than that, uh, yeah. Noah, any parting words? Thanks for having me on. It was a blast. <laughs> Very exciting. Sure. Uh, I don't have any social medias to plug. I live a social media free life. Off the grid. Uh, I'm off, off the grid. The grid. <laughs> I do have plans for an Etsy at some point, but nice. haven't got around to it just yet. So okay maybe right. in my uh follow-up episode sometime in the future all right we'll address that for sure there will definitely right. be more all right thanks everyone for listening uh see you in the next episode not see you hear you in the next episode bye peace